Oliver, I was going to say we should do something fun for your birthday. A proper party. What do you think, darling? If Oliver would like it, I think it's a splendid idea. I think Oliver looks like he'd rather throw himself out of a window. What kind of party? I don't know, whatever you want. What do you think? About a hundred people. A hundred? Or two. It invariably ends up being two, doesn't mm. it, with this sort of thing. Invite whoever you want. All your friends. What friends? Oh, oh, how about fancy dress? Oh, yes. I can wear my suit of armor, Elspeth. Good idea, darling. We could have a theme. What about Midsummer Night's Dream? <laughs> Lovely. Bring on the slutty fairies. I'm Kate. And I'm Mariana. And welcome to another slutty meeting of the Nightlight Horror (laughs) Movie Club. So very excited to talk about this very slutty movie with my best friend Ariana. Because I couldn't watch it with her. And this is a movie that if of all the movies we've ever seen, this is the one that I wanted to watch with you. I wanted to break our rule of watching them separately and I planned on showing it to you when we went on that ski trip. And then I got the flu, which is why I sound the way I do. Oh and I missed that opportunity. But guys, I was going to break the rule because I want to know how Ariana feels about this movie. It's one of those movies that you want to watch your friends watch. It's like Barbarian. Yeah, it is. So I watched it. <laughs> but worse. <laughs> yeah, like it's like sexy Barbarian. I mean, Barbarian's pretty sexy. I don't know. Yeah, it, it has its moments, you know. <laughs> but uh, our, like, so I found out about this movie. This movie is like a very big deal right now. I feel like the whole Internet is talking about it, or at least like my Internet is talking about it. Yeah. And uh, it, it took over social media because it's a very. Hmm. Ariana. Shocking. They're a. Uh, Burned yes. into your brain forever. This, there are parts of this movie that are hard to watch. They How's that? They leave your brain easily. I love watching other people watch it, and I loved watching yeah. it. I know one thing about Ariana, which is that she likes Jacob E. Lordy, and she thinks he's hot. <laughs> had you, I guess, what had you seen him in prior to this? I know you watched Just Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love Euphoria. That's so, like, love it. You are a euphoria. I eat that shit up. Yeah. You eat it up. Delicious. I remember yum. him in Euphoria. I also, you guys, okay. One time I got really sick, and when I'm sick, I watch rom com. So I have seen the kissing booth. He's also in the Ew. kissing booth. Ariana, <laughs> I, I like how me. she. I, I I'm had so- to preface it with I was. <laughs> I think I watched it during COVID, like when my brain couldn't process anything except for like simple rom coms. No, Ariana. I have also seen The Kissing Booth. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm God. so glad you admitted it first. But, all right. The Kissing <laughs> Booth is a rom-com for 14-year-olds, just so everyone is aware. Yes. But is that is that when Jacob Elordi, like, became super famous? I think that was, like, one of his first things. Yeah. And then he was Because people are Korea. watching Saltburn, like, to see Jacob Elordi. 
Oh my god, he needs to sit. People on my are face. obsessed with him. That was one of the yeah. things I texted Kate. I was like. Felix needs to sit on my face ASAP. Yes. So there are a lot of sexy people in this movie. This is a sexy movie. Everyone is hot. Yes. Everyone is up for grabs. It's delicious. Yum. I knew Kate loves, what's his name? Barry Keoghan. Yes. Yes. Oh, he Kate, have is. You seen, have you seen The Green Knight? Yeah, of course. I love The Green Knight. He's always a creepy little fucking dude. You know what he I mean? A, he has a little bit of like a bad guy face. Um, it's a good face. I like his face. It's a it's, it's like a very a attractive, Irish, yum, blue eyes, like deeply set, hooded, bright blue eyes. And yes, like Irish accent. I'm very into it. Very yeah. into it. He's got he's got bad and guys short short. Sure. He's like short five king. four or something. Yeah, I love a short king. Kate's like sign me the fuck up. Yeah, like say less. You know what I mean. So, mm. and I had seen him in The Green Knight. I had seen him in um, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is definitely a horror movie we should talk about Still at need some to point. See that I know. Is he the lead in Killing of a Sacred Deer? Yeah, he's yes. Oh, wow, <laughs> it's okay. him and so Colin like Farrell. Yeah, yeah. Who's fantastic? And, and they're Nicole also Kidman, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And Nicole Kidman. Okay, okay. Wow. So yeah, he's a very talented actor but I had only known him as like I had never I had never looked at Barry Keoghan prior to this movie the way that I looked at him when I watched this movie you're right you're right I felt the same way I knew that you liked him and he's not like my type physically but there are some scenes where I'm like okay okay (laughs) all right look up whatever he wore to like the fucking Emmys or whatever whatever it was oh really he wore some like white midriff oh my god Co-ord number. I'm obs- I'm obsessed. Is he with this queer? Man. IRL. No, but he has a oh, very okay. good um, what whoever dresses uh, celebrities. Hot. So <laughs> keep doing uh, it. I like what you're putting out there. Yes, I'm picking up what you're putting down, please. Um, yeah, but that's why I wanted. That's what drew drew, um, drew me into Saltburn. Is I I like Barry Keoghan. I knew he was a good actor. Also, everyone on TikTok was like making reaction videos about. Oh yeah, the reaction Saltburn. Videos. Yeah yeah yeah. Because everyone's going to react the same way. Like, I hadn't seen zero reaction videos. I knew nothing about it besides that it was viral as fuck and that Kate wanted to watch my reaction to it. So I knew it was going to be, like, (laughs) something weird. And I sat there with my face covered, gasping the entire movie. And then when I watched all the reaction videos, I was like, wow, these are, like, exactly how I reacted. So, like, everyone's going to react the same way. It's like a group activity it's like some hive mind like yes. I don't know it, it connects you to people so if you guys haven't seen Saltburn yeah and you're and you are pre- I don't know how you prepare how do you prepare them without spoiling don't things learn anything because no nothing if if you're gonna get in like the hype before you watch this it might be a little bit of a letdown just because that's like who that's who I am you know yeah. if I had just heard, like go into it just sit like down. that it was quote good or that the acting was great or that the storyline was interesting I would have been like eh that's a letdown but don't learn anything about it just like fucking watch it that's how it is meant to be yeah mm-hmm. and so it came out it's on Amazon Prime this is a Prime original um, somehow yeah that's so <laughs> why not them. yeah <clears throat> whatever we appreciate it but this is considered not really a horror movie, I'll be honest. And yeah. I already got a little bit of shit um, from the club. That this, <laughs> it's, this isn't a horror movie, but it won the poll. It won um, the poll. You guys want to watch it. It won the it. poll. I, I put it on the poll. Yes. Did I? Yes. Who chose it, Kate? But who really chose it? You guys. You guys did. So you can get mad at me all you want. 
yeah. but y'all done voted for this movie so I, yeah i and if if you're on the fence you know like, this isn't a horror movie guys just go watch it anyway go watch it to because erotic thrillers are fun because that's erotic what this thriller. is really psychological thriller, thriller mm-hmm. black comedy satire yeah i think this a is black much- comedy satire psychological erotic thriller that's <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah i think this movie is similar to parasite in that way Yes, Where it's yes. like not really and, horror yeah. movie, but it has horror elements. And you're like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a psychological thriller. Yes, for Thrills sure. Thrills you psychologically. Yeah. Edge of your seat. Yeah. Mouth open. Mouth agape. Stefan hands over your mouth the whole oh, time. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> if some people go completely silent, some people just start like ex- ex- exclaiming the whole time. Like Nick was just like, what the fuck? Kate, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Because this movie takes some left turns. It does. And I will say watching it by yourself is still fun because then you oh, can yeah, like, for sure. tell people about your reaction and focus on the movie and not on other people. But Will walked in while I was watching this and it was like gay porn on the TV. And he just like <laughs> looks at the TV and looks at me and just like walks away. And I'm like, do you want to watch this with me? I'm like, I'm highly aroused. (laughs) (laughs) She's fully engorged right now. I have a full erection. (laughs) Can we watch this together? (laughs) Let's watch it. It's so good. It's a a sexy movie. This is a sexy movie. Yeah. Like I said, everyone's hot. Every single person in this movie is attractive. And anything can happen. Very sexual movie. Very Gen Z. Is it Gen Z? It's set in 2006. I feel like it's Gen Z. Like, I think the actors are our age, but I feel like it's Gen Z vibes in that it's like anything goes, sex with everyone, like very, like, I feel like it's queer and I feel like it's androgynous. Oh, yes. This movie is, that's a, um, that's what actually was another thing that I was like, okay, maybe I should really watch this. It's, it was like, hey, it's a queer movie. And just, I don't know how, to, like, it's not like the point of the movie doesn't involve anyone's right. sexuality, but it's like a major point in the movie and that's almost better right it's, it's like, so much better holy yeah. shit it's so much better it's like yeah. not you, you don't even think about it like so right. I, I went in but like I wasn't like oh my god queer things are happening because it was just treated normal exactly because that's what I mean it. by it's it's that's what I mean by it's gen z like gen yeah. z does okay these okay without thinking too hard about it and like millennials are like look I'm queer like gen z's like yeah. Hey, I, we walked so they could run. Is I'm all attracted I'm to the wine, not the label. Yeah, exactly. Well, Emerald <laughs> Fennell is not Gen Z, and she's the director writer. Do you know a little right. bit about her? I know that she did Promising Young Woman. Yes. How good was that? <laughs> and that's been pitched <laughs> that's to one. us, by the way. That's been recommended. Yeah. I've. I also know she went to Oxford in real life in this movie. She is did. Yeah. Based in Oxford, Oxford mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Um, that's all I know about her. <laughs> well, she primarily is an actress. Yeah, she's oh, really? primarily, like, so she was a really successful actress. She was in everything that I haven't seen, like, uh, Go Call the Midwife and things like that. Oh, um, okay. I, I know, know she was Midge in the Barbie movie, which is hilarious to me. Oh, shit. I had no idea. That's the pregnant Barbie. <laughs> yeah. She has, like, no lines, though. Yeah, no Barbie. lines. She Well, she's just, like, trying to be included. It's, like, the best yeah. part of the Barbie movie, to be honest, is <laughs> yeah. Emerald Fennell. Yeah. But, yeah, she also just, like directs and writes absolute bangers and this is like her second yeah. movie ever this is her sophomore film as they would call it yeah and to wow. come after a promising young woman which was like like blew everyone's tits off yeah it did this it is wasn't a big, as big as this one though this one blew so many more tits off i feel like 
I'm so happy for her. Like, it's so well-earned. Yeah, good for um, her. And the cast is insane. Like, we've talked about Barry Keoghan, and we've talked about Jacob Elordi, but also Rosamund Pike. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's fantastic at all times and everything yes. she's in. The outfits that she wears in this movie. She has a very specific character, like, and I feel like it's very similar in all the movies she does. I, you know what? I disagree because really? she's had that criticism before. But like, if I think oh, of like really? Gone Girl and how like desperate and um, I think she's very quick, similar, quick witted. What? And then, and then in this one, I think she's very similar. No, Gone really? Girl. She's like this like feral animal, and in this one, she's like kind of a witless, silver spooned, like bitch. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like I remember her who acts emotionally sociopathic vibe in Gone Girl. Oh yeah, and I feel like the sociopathic vibe vibe is the same. And yes, and that movie she did. What I forget. I care a lot. Yeah, that that was also very similar to this one too. This one, at least, at least she's smiling. You know what I mean? It's not just like somber, grim. Like she really pulls off the comedy in this movie in Mm -hmm. a way that I. Don't know that I expected, but I was really excited to see it. Like, she's fucking hilarious. Same. Yeah. A couple of her lines are, I have a, a list of my favorite quotes. A couple of her lines are my favorite lines in the I've movie. I've got goosebumps. Is that one? Oh, I've got <laughs> no, but that's a good one. Look. And then dear Pamela goes, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, Pamela. Delightful. I knew this movie was going to be great when... Oh, who plays Pamela again? What's her name? Carrie Mulligan walked on the screen. Yes. She's not in it very long. And I feel like any time like someone with a bigger name decides to be in a movie for a very short amount of time, you know that movie is going to be big. Yeah. Because you know you know that they have a relationship with the director. And that's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the key to success in a lot of acting and a lot of movies. Yeah. And yeah. boy, does she na- nail the poor dear Pamela role. She's perfect hilarious yes hilarious this is in the, like this people. is a funny fucking movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we also have richard grant he's um sir james catton he's daddy daddy saltburn sir saltburn sir saltburn you might call him yeah. uh so yeah we've got the cast is stacked it's really good this is the part where even though we've called it every uh, genre under you know black comedy thriller whatever you and i do need to decide what its real genre is and i think <laughs> i know <laughs> What do you think? What do you think? This it you have to give it a horror genre. This is one hundred percent to me personally bathtub horror. Yes, bathtub horror. This is You're bathtub right. horror. You're yes. right. Bathtub horror, probably the most horrifying scene, most shocking scene. We could say is this is a vampire scene. movie. Vampire horror. There is a vampire. <laughs> it's also a horrifying scene. <laughs> Mythology horror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we were like, we need to do a mythology poll. And you're like, what else is there? And I'm like, just leave it to me. I'll relate every single fucking horror movie to mythology. <laughs> I got it. I, I have a whole thing at the end, you guys. I'll tell you all about the mythology references in this movie. I was just like, look, a minotaur. Yeah. Sick. Minotaur. It's great. We love the symbolism. We love the allegories. There's we a lot it. at the end. I'll tell you all about it's it. It's a very well, smart movie. It is a very smart movie. So instead of coming up with like a genre, what I did, which is something I like to do, because I feel like it gives you guys the vibe without giving you too much. But Mm -hmm. what I like to do is like relate 
the movie to other movies I've seen and be like, you know, That's this so is how helpful. I feel like it's like a mix of these movies. And this one was very hard to do okay. because it was such a roller coaster that I had to split it into three groups like the beginning of the movie and what it felt like to me the middle of the movie and what it felt like to me in the end of the movie and what it felt okay like to me. okay I'm very interested so, yeah <laughs> at the beginning of the movie I was like am I watching Jennifer's body <laughs> the the what relationship are you about? the relationship between oh, Barry yeah. Keoghan and Felix it's like Jennifer's body like the little things that he does, I feel like I'm watching Amanda Seyfried stare at Megan Fox kind yes. of like in love, but also like in horror, like jealous horror. Yeah, like that's that's the vibe. It's Jennifer's body at the beginning. It's because BFF sexual tension. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like the first thing I feel like they talk about is like this monologue that Barry Keoghan has where he's like, yes. Am I in love with him? And so it sets you up for this like question that you're going to try to answer the entire movie. It's like, are they in love or is it something different? And so the whole movie, you're like looking for the chemistry. You're looking for the sexual yeah. tension. You're Clues. trying to find evidence of the opposite that shows they're not in love. And I feel like that's how I felt about Jennifer's body. Oh, that's devastating. Well, when I was watching Jennifer's Body, I was like, I know Kate think this, thinks this is queer. And I do agree. I think it is queer. I, I agree. But it is debated. Like, you can't argue with no. that. Like, some people I, will No, it's not debate. debate. Well, I mean, the writer says it's a queer relationship. Right. But there are some people who watch, watch Jennifer's Body and are like, what? I guess. But I think whenever Karen Kusama is like, this is what I mean. This is what I meant. Yeah. This is my intent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, great. it's the intent, but I think it was lost on some people that don't. I cannot fight with you about Jennifer's body right now. It will take too long. <laughs> I mean, Kate, I you agree told that me you there went are on, You went on another horror movie podcast where you guys had this debate. Mm -hmm. People will fight. Yeah, we you talked on about it. Scare You. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that was on the Scare You podcast where I talked about Jennifer's body, and yeah, I was ready to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> like about people that will fight you, and that's how you feel. This movie, you're like trying to find evidence one way or the other, whether or not they're yeah. Not. So I hear that's you. the beginning of the movie, and that's what you're focused on at the beginning, and it's intriguing, and you're looking, and you're like really intrigued by their relationship and trying to figure it out. So then we get to the middle of the movie when they're when Barry Keoghan goes back to meet you know, Felix's family. And now you're intrigued because like Felix's family is fucking crazy. And like all of them yeah. have a thing and they're so interesting. So for me, that felt like, I don't know if you've seen this movie, Knives Out. Have you seen Yeah, Knives I have Out? seen Knives Out. Yeah. It's fun because like everyone's idiosyncratic. Everyone has yeah. like weird personality disorders. Yeah. It gave me ready or not similar. Yeah. Ready or not. Yeah. When you're meeting like someone's family and you're just like, why are you all fucking nuts? <laughs> They're all fucking nuts in a similar way. And they all yeah. have like this like weird understanding that you don't have. Yeah. You're an and, outsider. And, and especially like, yeah, especially and especially observing. similar to ready or not. It's like a class difference where mm -hmm. we, it's like a prime. It's like you're, yep. you're entering this very wealthy world. Haven't come from nothing. Right. From the point of view of an outsider that's not part of that class. Yes. Very but interesting. Who, but in this case, unlike Ready or Not, like Oliver very clearly wants to be included. And that's like yes. the meat of act two. 
Yes, but you don't, in the middle of the movie, or I guess the beginning middle, you're not 100% convinced yet because he still is kind of like a little standoffish and weirded out by them. Yeah. So you're like, no, it, okay. It's, yeah. Like you're on, you're with him there because you're like, these people are fucking nuts. And then right. at the end of the movie, when shit hits the fan and you're confused and you're angry <laughs> and you're like completely disoriented, I got parasite vibes, I got yes. gone girl vibes. And yes. I got I care a lot vibes. I don't know if you've actually seen I care. A I lot. have seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those three, I was like, this feels like a mix of all of those three. So if you guys yeah. need like an idea of what this movie is, I say it's Jennifer's body meets Knives Out meets Parasite meets Gone Girl meets I care a lot. <laughs> I, I you know what? That's quite a mixed bag that you've put, that you've shook it up. It is. But I think well, it does. Movie's hard to. Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's hard to nail down. No, you're right. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one one movie in particular that I can draw like very strong parallels to but it's almost okay. like I don't want to say it because it's kind of a spoiler it's a spoiler if you've seen the other movie yeah sure okay we'll we'll wait till the end then and you can tell but me. yeah there's a movie that I immediately thought of when I was watching this movie so or yeah. when I got to the end shall I say right right when you figure out the ending well if you guys want like a teaser like I did find the IMDb teaser for you so oh yay (laughs) a student at Oxford University finds himself drawn into a world of a charming and aristocratic classmate who invites him to his eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten oh okay (laughs) that is intriguing and alluring yeah teaser yeah. They really mm-hmm. give you nothing when this, like, you're really not. Well, yeah, because everyone's freaking out about this movie. And you're like, wait, what is it about? And it's hard because you're like, let me give you what it is about generally without giving anything away. And it's hard to describe to people that will yeah spark their interest. Because if you really break it down into what it is, it's, you know, it's that. It's the kid goes back with his friend to meet his family. And it's. It's just what goes down at that point that's fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it, it's hard to it's about their relationships and like and it's all packed very densely into this one like 2006 summer. So it's it's very like it's like a personal viewing experience. So guys, please go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Um viewer discretion, I don't even know what to say. So, yeah. You'll be fine. It's not a, the only the main scene it's that not. shocked me in this movie was not what you would consider graphic. There are graphic scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. But the hardest scene to watch in this movie was not graphics. But we'll get there in Act Two. I also feel like watch this movie, but don't watch it with like unless you have a very close relationship with them. Don't watch this with like your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Like, could I have watched this with my family? Yes. But like, that's how I could have. Yeah. But I feel like there are some people that would be like weirded out by watching this with their family. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. If you live with your parents, maybe watch this with your friends or by yourself. This is a sexually graphic (laughs) journey that we're about to go on. And it's not a normal type of sexually graphic either. No, it isn't. Nothing about this is normal. Yeah. Well, do you know why it's called Saltburn? That's the name of the estate. Wait, is there a different reason? Why did they choose Saltburn? Why did they choose that as the name? I don't know. So this is Emerald Fennel. She said, quote, 
Somebody asked why it's called Saltburn, and I said, it's a real town in England. And when I heard the name Saltburn, it sounded like a sex injury, but a really nice one, you know, like sort of a sting, a pleasurable sting. And I think that's kind of what the film is, really. Emerald girl, you good? <laughs> you good? You good, girl? She like has, she's like pregnant on? with her second child and she's saying she's writing the most depraved shit i love her i am obsessed with her i love her oh my god so perfect this is so clearly like a film written and directed by a woman in like the best way so you're right you're right yeah i get that we love it well Mm -hmm. yep very Mm -hmm. ambitious god can i tell them i want to tell them what happens tell them tell everybody what happens i want to sit back and listen to this again kate's gonna tell the story this time guys yes yes i get to tell the story today i'm very excited i'm also excited so i also similar to you ariana i had this uh, divided into like three acts so okay yeah it's it's like it's like a play very different act one yes act one so we open like ariana said on this like weird brief monologue from like sometime in the future and Oliver our main character Barry Keoghan is sort of like pencilly verbalizing his relationship with hunky boy supreme Felix Catton aka Jacob Alordi and he 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 asked that question to himself or maybe to an interviewer and he's like did I love him like and then that's the question that starts the whole movie yeah and then we go back to like present day, which is autumn of 2006. That's insane. I love that. So like I love it. Me too. The 2000s vibes, the glitter eyeshadow, the fashion, yes, the fashion, the live strong bracelet, the eyebrow it is, ring. It was a great it was an underrated time. Yes, I think I think so as well. It was like cuz that was our time. That was like yeah. We were so in high it's school really and cool college to see in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was our golden years, so we're here yes. for it. <laughs> oh, no. No. Hopefully not. It's all downhill from here. It's all downhill. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the fashion is delightful, though, I will say. And like them yes. watching Superbad. Venetia's fashion. Oh, yeah. Superbad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Venetia's fashion. I'm like, ooh. Yes. Venetia's yeah. grungy eyeshadow. I am living for it. I love Same. it so much. Yeah. And the music, MGMT. The oh my music God. in this movie. Kate loves Don't it. She's been sending me yeah. the soundtrack for like a week before I watched this and I had no idea <laughs> what she was sending me. I was just like, yeah, cool song. Now I know. Kate loves it. Now you get it. Yeah, now it's fucking, it. it's awesome. It's like bodies, bodies, bodies level. Like put it on at 8 a.m. Yes. on my way to work and I'm going to do just fine. <laughs> we'll play it for it you. gives me life. End, right, Kate? I'm assuming oh, you're going to I'm playing it at the beginning the and the end. Don't worry. Okay. They've already heard it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... This is 2006. We have like little Oliver Quick. Um, he looks like his name sounds. He's like the scholarship yeah. student who's showing up on the first day of school in Oxford. And uh, he looks like a fucking dork. He is wearing a suit and jacket, <laughs> like a suit jacket and a tie and like these geeky little fucking glasses. And Kate everyone around him just already looks like infinitely cooler than him. Right. Like, yeah. Like he gets uh, like you're like, oh, you're the loser, like immediately, which is very Does sad. he get made fun of by is it Farley that makes fun of him or is that someone else? I feel like Farley makes fun of him immediately. No, not yet. But we, he does oh, okay. later. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was comment. Farley who like walks by him and is like says like the. Oh, maybe it is him who's like right nice away. jacket. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't gotten to Farley yet. He's an important character. And excuse my language. He is a he's a he's a cunt. 
Farley is such a cunt. I thought you were going to say he's hot because he's hot as fuck. I was obsessed no. with Farley until I saw Jake Jacob B. Lordy. I was like, okay, but Okay, Farley's trade up. Hot. Got it. I'm pretty sure Farley has glitter on his face. Oh in, my god, like, the all the time. Scene he yes, is. He I does. was like, does this bitch have glitter because I'm immediately It's 2006. To you. Of course he has glitter. Okay. Okay. I love it. Love that for him. He's super hot. I can't. He's just such a mean character that I just can't he's see He's a mean hotness. hot boy. What are you? I mean, he's. That's he's, your type. He's not a mean hot boy. He's a mean hot girl, which is awesome. Yes, that is. He, they, yes. He is a bitch. He is he's such a bitch. a bitch. Yeah. We'll, we'll get. We haven't met him yet, but you guys hold on. So um, Oliver, fucking dork. Um, everyone's already like best friends and cool and no one likes him except for this one creepy fucking dude who's like his friend by default like it's like his fellow outcast who's like this deranged math fanatic and who I don't know if anyone noticed this but he bites the candy bar uh like long ways like a sandwich like a from the middle hamburger yeah from the middle he like bites like a curly whirly sort of like like a psychopath like a fucking weirdo (laughs) so like that's Oliver's only friend so he's having a hard time and he doesn't they don't like both of them are like what is it nfi not fucking invited to the wildest christmas party ever like oxford looks like a hoot if you're like rich and popular yes seems fun sign me up yeah that sounds like all of life but yeah it just poor oliver (laughs) poor guy and like even his professor seems to hate him like right like his professor's so mean to him yeah his professor thinks he's cooler than him which is awkward like he asked about the summer reading list and Oliver's like, yeah, I read it. And he's like, you idiot. Like no one actually reads the whole summer reading list. He was like, like, you read all of them. And he was like, yeah, I thought we had to. And he's like, I haven't even read all of them. He's like, the Bible's <laughs> on there. You fucking weirdo. It's like, he's like, yeah, I read it. <laughs> poor. Yeah. Like poor Oliver. And then like the person in the obvious favoritism, whenever his like classmate comes in and it's Farley who shows up like 30 minutes late, glitter everywhere. But glitter he has a, like a rich, Glitter on his fucking face 30 minutes late. Charms everyone. He's still the favorite because he has this rich alumni mommy. So I just can't. Uh, So anyway, poor Oliver. He's just ignored by everyone, including hunky popular boy that caught his eye, Felix. So Jacob Elordi. Um, He Mm -hmm. just can't look away from him. Uh, So even though he's like two tables away at like the dork table, he's just like staring at very into very into felix which everyone seems to be very like attracted in like this crazy magnetic way to him he's got like a billion girls like just like in on themselves yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so um oliver through fortunate random happenstance he's like biking along and he comes across felix whose bike has like a nail in it or something and Oliver's like wants to get in with this guy and like <laughs> offers to give him his bike, which is I'm like, bro, like, yeah, it's a little much. <laughs> He's like, it's OK. Take mine. Just take my bike. It's just so yeah. like desperate. And then. Yeah. But then you like the, Felix is like, great. And you'll wheel mine back to school. You'll take the broken one and bring it home for me. Right. And he's like, Yeah. Of course. But, like, he says it in a nice way where he's like, oh, you don't have to bring it back. And, like, Oliver hadn't even thought about that. No. But then he's, he's like, like, oh, yeah, thanks no, for I'll wheeling it back. back. Yeah. But, like, he's not me. And, like, Felix is, like, a nice Privileged, guy. though. He's privileged as fuck. But he's not, like, a mean pretty boy. He's, like, a yes, hot, he is. But, like, nice pretty boy. 
Yeah, he's just spoiled. He's just a spoiled little boy. He is spoiled. Boy. He's privileged. Right. But mm-hmm. he's not like mean like the rest of the rich people, I guess is my point. And he seems he's, to yeah, genuinely so. enjoy spending time with Oliver. Yeah, because they he's kind of not taking advantage of him because of at this, this point. Right. Not, yeah. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Oliver like weasels his way into like the inner circle of the cool kids. Yeah. Via Felix. He ditches his weirdo math freak friend <laughs> pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. And Farley, as usual, is like being a he's being a fucking bitch. He's being such a bitch at all times. So he's like just like making fun of Oliver and teasing him and putting him on the spot for being poor. Like he makes them makes him go like buy a round at for like of Jaeger bombs. Yeah, it's horrible. So he gets invited into this inner circle. Farley is immediately like, oh, I'm going to bully him. And Farley is Felix's cousin, which. Yes. They, like, grew up together. So they're, like, very close and in the same friend group. Yes. And Felix is, like, fr- actual friends with Oliver. And, like, Farley's, yeah. like, fuck like, this Like, essentially kid. his brother. He doesn't belong here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's also a very cute bonding moment that we get where Oliver is, like, so so awkward. So embarrassing. He's, like, trying to, like, set up some sort of secret payment plan with the bartender so that he doesn't have to admit that he doesn't have the money. And Felix does like the sweet little, oops, you dropped this $100 bill bit and like saves the day. Yeah. It's very charming. Felix is very Mm -hmm. charming. Yeah. So Felix and Ollie, I think that's the point. They really start hitting it off. Like they're bonding. They're becoming besties. Right. Felix is like really opening up to Oliver. And like Mm -hmm. we learn about his relationship with um, that bitch Farley. And uh, Oliver starts to kind of like gradually crack open his shell and um, talks about his family, who he doesn't really like talking about because they suffer from active drug addiction and he's just had a horrible childhood because of it. And so this scholarship right. at Oxford is like everything to him. His way out, right, of that yeah. life. Did you know that Barry Keoghan's mom suffered from drug addiction and passed away? I did not know that. <gasps> when, when he was like 12, I think. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, like, the monologue he gives about, like, having to induce vomiting in his own mom from her overdosing. I wonder how <gasps> real that was for him. Oh, that's you know? terrible. Oh, my God. That's awful. She died? I know. I saw she he was in foster was care. Young. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is very impressive, by the way. Like, I'm just, like, Barry Keoghan is just fucking hot and impressive. He is. Yeah. Impressive and hot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Felix and Ollie are hitting it off. Farley's getting jealous. Um, we also learned that Farley's mom is essentially like this rich American lady that like lost her fortune. So like was like a big deal. And now kind of Farley is just the redheaded stepchild of Felix's right. family. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we get a little interlude of, you know, because right now Ollie's just partying it up with the cool kids. We get an interlude of scary math friend who's terrifying. He's so scary. Um, <laughs> he, like, pops out of, like, a bookcase or something because he's – and he goes, you're a bootlicker. Like, Felix gonna is going to get bored with you. Yeah. This guy is not nice. Like, if you're like, oh, Ollie's ditching his, like, loser friend. No, this guy has been a dick to Ollie from yeah. moment one. Like, he's, like, one of those people who's, like – socially awkward but like in a mean way like an and incel yeah a little bit yeah so don't feel bad for this kid <laughs> and then he has a where an evil monologue where you're like okay good riddance you're kind of a dick yeah I'm like Ollie run run yeah <laughs> run to the mm-hmm. light yeah unfortunately though 
this is like right before Ollie overhears like Felix and one of his like girlfriends um essentially like this girl is vetoing Felix's pitch to get Ollie to come to like their next like cool kid rich kid outing and this girl's like mm, he's a weird scholarship kid he wears poor people clothes like nobody can talk he's to him. got zero chat he's got no chat love. he's got he's got no chat he's got no chat he has no chat. I love that. And also, she, and also love he's Island. poor. <laughs> yeah. Very Love Island. Yeah. Also, like, the next day, to make kind of, like, to be like, well, like, is he going to ditch me? Like, is this real? Ollie's hanging out with Felix, and Felix gets, like, really annoyed with him. He, like, snaps at him and uh, kind of, like, sends Ollie out with, like, his tail between his legs. And then Felix, like, ignores him at the pub that night. Yeah. Yeah. So um, things seem to only get worse for Ollie. Because mm-hmm. he just get, he gets a call, he shows up to Felix's dorm room, and because he found out that his dad died. Right. Wait, can I just interject? So yeah, this night where he ditches Ollie, um, the main <laughs> Felix's main squeeze girl. Yeah, definitely not like his girlfriend, but like the girl he fucks the most, I guess. The one who said Ollie is zero yeah. chat. Like she also is like waiting for Felix to come home and didn't know that he was like out at the bar with a bunch of other people and like he didn't mm-hmm. invite her and they meet up and Ollie somehow like gets this girl to have sex with him. So he fucks Felix is like the closest thing to like who Felix would identify as like his main squeeze, I guess. And at this point in the movie, you're like, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he has sex with her. He didn't he didn't get that far because he oh, they were making it. out. They were making out. Okay. He goofed it because this girl is clearly just he was trying to make trying Felix to hook jealous. up with her. Right. Yeah. And the girl's and clearly, then, yeah, loves Yeah. Felix. And she's like, do you think Felix is going to be so jealous? Right. And he's like, you know, I he's don't dumb. even fucking think it'll register. He's like, I don't even think he will get. And a shit she at all. leaves. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But How he plans to that? hook up with her. And at this point in the movie, you're like confused because you're like, okay, he's clearly not only into Felix. Are they in love? Is he kind of a snake a little bit? Like, you're like, mm, I'm mm-hmm. not really super sure about, like, Ollie's character. Yeah. Um, so that's just something that, like, to put in the back of your brain. You're like, yeah, mm, seems a little suspicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Questionable. Noted. Yeah. Very questionable. questionable. Yeah. So interesting timing. Ollie has found out that his dad died and yes. runs to Felix. And Felix is like, oh, you poor baby, essentially. And, like they kind of smooth things over because right all is having such a bad time and felix has really looked up as felix as someone who grew up like very silver spoon um mm-hmm. he's like very inspired by ollie so yeah this makes him even more inspirational to felix yeah he's like hey let's don't not don't worry about your dead dad like you should come up to my summer house which is my th- my family's summer estate right saltburn oh. so this is act two yeah, so now we leave Oxford and we get to see Saltburn. <laughs> Whatever mansion you're imagining, just like triple it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so It's massive. like a museum. Yes. And old. It's like from like the 1400s yeah, or something. Yeah, like castle. Mm-hmm. We get a tour of this, this mansion and it's like, we, we find out that Felix and Ollie are sharing this sort of like Jack and Jill bathroom situation where there's a bathroom in between them. And... Uh, Ollie's thrilled by that to be clo- that close to Felix. Um, but the tour that they get at this house, it's like, oh, that's Henry the Seventh's cabinet. That's Henry the Eighth's bed. That's the ghost of Granny. Oh, that's the hedge maze outside. Yeah, 
I it's like it's like parasite. Like I was drooling. I was like, yes. oh my god, so yeah. decadent, so mm-hmm. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Castle. I want to be there. I want to yeah. go to there. Yep, literal castle. Yeah, you start to cut and like you kind of empathize a bit more with Ollie at that point because you're like, hold, yeah, bro, like run while you can. Your life sucks. Like, yeah, hitch hitch onto this, ride this coattail. Like this is amazing because yeah. it's just so intoxicating, right? You feel bad. You're like, he the butler doesn't like Ollie. Like it's just like classic. Yeah. It's like a classic scene. The only thing that's like a little bit different is like Felix is trying or at least seems a little bit more down to earth like he kind of Mm -hmm. apologizes for how decadent everything is he apologizes for his family who's like being weird and being like stuck up kind of yeah Um, he's like I can't can't wear my eyebrow ring like he's like I can't even be my true self here like yeah I know I get it yeah Mm -hmm. so that's a little different you're like oh Felix nice okay yeah 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 it's kind of a nice thing that Felix does yeah you're but like I understand I love- why Ollie would like Felix you know yeah I do oh my god yes like yeah. it's more than just like a like it's more than physical like I know that Jacob Allure yeah. is hot or whatever but like yeah like he's Felix nice is guy. just an, like an attractive person he's a magnetic person so like you he's can see how someone might get attractive. very obsessed with him yes yes mm-hmm. everyone's obsessed with him mm-hmm uh, so we get to meet the 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 whole the whole fam. We have Sir James, Sir James, by the way, Sir. Yeah, his wife, Lady Elspeth. I cannot Elspeth. handle it. Elspeth. I am I obsessed cannot. with her name. It's a good I voice. love that name. I just named yeah. my new Baldur's uh, Gate character Elspeth. I love. Did the you? Name Elspeth. Yeah, it's just so I don't know, like old money, like Victorian. Love it. Yeah. So that's Rosamund Pike. That's mom. That's Mama Saltburn. Mm-hmm. And we also get to meet poor old Pamela. Who is, I, I am obsessed with Carrie Mulligan. Um, she's so good in this role. And then our favorite frenemy, Farley, is here. Farley. And Farley all of them the are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Farley just like hangs out with them all the time. Like, yeah. He lives with them. Mm-hmm. He does. Spoiled. Just a spoiled, yep. spoiled little life. And Venetia. You forgot about Venetia. I like Venetia. Oh, yeah. Venetia. We get to meet Venetia, who's the like sister. You'll get to know her later. I love Venetia. Yeah. She's, like, spoiled, but, like, in, like, she's, like, a fun girl. Like, she just doesn't know her privilege, but she just, like, has mental depression. She has, like, depression from, like, because her mom is an ex-model. And, like, Venetia's really pretty, but you can tell she has, like, self-esteem issues. And she has bulimia that they reference later in the movie. Yeah. She's a complicated character not yes. the most complex but she's an interesting character so she's I a like fascinating her. character I really yeah. like Venetia mm-hmm. and she's just kind of she's very mysterious they're all kind yeah. of mysterious yeah so yeah um I love they're just gossiping about Ollie and his drug addicted parents I love Pamela's comment yeah. of, oh the babies come out drunk I love it it's so funny <laughs> um but yeah, they welcome him in. Um, they even kick out poor dear, poor dear Pamela so that Oliver can like take her seat. And uh, we find out that Pamela <laughs> is like they're kind of like now now we're gossiping about Pamela because she's not in the room. So they start yeah. gossiping about her. Very fake. And how the only interesting thing about her is her Russian mafia ex-lover and like her, her addiction. But otherwise, she's so very dull. Although she's yeah. terribly beautiful, wouldn't you say? So like they're just... <laughs> Like, these are extremely, like, this is the humor of the movie. It's, like, it's, like, to an extreme of gossip and fakeness to someone's face. 
And that's why it's funny because you're seeing Elspeth be like a total fucking bitch about Ollie behind his back and then being like super warm to his His best friend right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then the same with Pamela. And it's just like that's the humor of the movie. It's like there are people like this that exist that are like this fake. You know, it's almost like a. Yeah. I don't even know, like a um, caricature of this type of person. Yes, seriously. This is the satire of it all. This high society, British aristocracy bullshit. Like everything's Mm -hmm. like coded. Everything is foreign. Like there's rules for everything. And like if you don't know it, then like that's embarrassing for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're an outsider. It's just, it's wild to watch. And so Ollie, Ollie does not fit in here. Right. We find out that dinner is black tie. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's insane. But we love it because every single dress that Rosamund Pike or Lady Elspeth wears to dinner, like with her family, is so yeah. stunning. It's like Gorgeous. the most stunning dress you've ever seen. And she's just wearing it to, to dinner, dinner with her family. kids. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. So then we get a little private romp. We get to get to get to know Venetia a little bit more. Um, she's like always kind of like sulking around, like just yeah. kind of hanging around. And so she's like sulking outside in the garden at night and Ollie like comes up to her, like gives her his blanket that he's wearing and she makes (laughs) a comment that, oh, I get why Felix likes you. You're just so real. Yeah. And we're like, hmm, yes. But she says it in like a mean way where she kind of implies that like Felix does this a lot or like this is a pattern with Felix and you feel bad because the way Ollie sees it is like, oh, like, I'm not special. Like, she doesn't care that she's putting on yeah. this, that she's, like, hurting him by saying this. She's just like, just so you know, you're not special. Like, Felix does yep. this. This is, like, what he likes is, like, finding people like you. Yeah. And Felix is, or, and Ollie's like, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's just being nice by giving her his blanket, you know? He's trying to be nice. Yeah. And she's, just, she's like a viper. She says things that are just, like. She is, but at the same time. She's not fake, right? Like everyone else is super No, she's fake. not fake. Right. She's not I fake. Like, I like her personality because she is unabashedly, like she says it, you know? And she's yeah. very observant too. Like she will, like mm-hmm. she has a monologue about Ollie at the end. She does this monologue that helps you understand Felix a little bit better. She's so very insightful. She's insightful. She understands people deeply and she's not going to fucking, you know, be as fake as her mom is. Right. That's yeah. That's Venetia. Yeah. She's cool. I like it. I get why yeah. Ollie likes her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then we get this weird breakfast scene that is extremely cringe where <laughs> yeah, we, Ollie doesn't know how to like order breakfast and they make him feel like a shit for it. It's delightful. It's yeah. so hard to watch. Um, yeah. And Felix seems to be like earnestly like trying to invite him into his space. And so yeah. they do more and more like ridic- ridiculous rich people things like hang out naked in a field and drink champagne. So oh, yeah, just like fun <laughs> MGMT monologue of everyone just kind of bonding and Ollie like acclimating to this, like becoming more confident and feeling like he has he kind of has a place here at Saltburn. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. chemistry between literally everyone. Yes. The everyone. chemistry. I don't know if I texted this to you, Kate. I was texting Rachel while I was watching this to um, our friend Rachel. I didn't want to tell Kate everything I was thinking, but I was just like, the chemistry between all of these characters is Yeah, you did text perfect. me that. You're yes. like, what? like the chemistry with Ollie and Felix, like Ollie and Venetia, Ollie and Ollie Elspeth, and Farley. <laughs> Ollie and Farley. You're like, oh my God, like 
this is great writing and great directing and yeah I mean, he's just a great he's a great actor though let's be real yeah it's extremely impressive like he is, is he is impressive yeah mm-hmm. so now guys it's the bathtub scene bathtub <laughs> you might have heard about it well why don't why don't you tell him ariana okay bathtub Ariana, the first time Ariana texted me while she was watching it, she just texted, OMG, no. So I think it was this scene. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So the whole movie, you're like watching it. You're like, this is entertaining. You know, this is fun. I'm entertained, you know. It's beautiful. The characters are interesting. I understand why people like this movie. You know, it's it's fun. And then we get to the scene and you're like, holy fuck. Okay, this is where it Mm -hmm. takes it like a step further where it just like comes out of nowhere. So this whole movie, I don't know, most people probably doing this too, but I was basically just like trying to figure out if Ollie's in love with Felix. I'm like looking for evidence one way or the other. I'm like, what is their chemistry like? Like, how does Felix feel about him? You know, I'm trying really hard to figure out if this is a sexual energy. So this scene is what shocked me. Um for a lot of reasons but so the scene is basically ollie is watching felix take a bath and because they share like a jack and jill bathroom they have like a little shared bathroom the most beautiful claw-footed tub in the middle oh, of this tile room oh my god, I would love a view of the maze tub. oh my god obsessed yeah, with this bathtub gorgeous yes anyway so felix is masturbating as one does in the bathtub as one does as one does and you know, when he's done masturbating, he gets out. He's chill, whatever. And then, like, you know, he drains the bathtub. He just goes into his room. Ollie sulks into the bathroom, gets into the bathtub, puts his face, like, on the bottom of the bathtub, like, near the drain, and starts, like, slurping up Felix's bath water, like, near the drain. Like, literally drinking his bath water. His very opaque, his opaque jizz-filled bath oh. water. He licks the drain. He can't get enough of this stuff. He he literally like eats out the drain. Oh, I was screaming. Um, I was screaming. This is the point where you're like, oh, I get why people are shocked by this movie. Yes. Like these scenes are shocking. And so you're oh my God. at this point, you're like, okay, there's definitely some degree of like lust or sexual energy or like what am I there's watching? an obsession but like is there's it an love obsession. or does is it reciprocated like yeah there's so many questions but this like totally like turns the tables where you're like holy fuck because right it's towing the line the whole time and then all of a sudden it's like miles away yes. miles through the line and you're just like holy fuck okay so that's the bathtub scene that's why people are freaking the fuck out <laughs> That's one of them. We have a couple That's, other popular there's scenes. There's like four. I would say there are four main scenes I think people talk about, in my opinion. But yeah. they're all amazing. Yeah. Ah! Okay, so we move on from that. We've processed mm-hmm. that. We've paused. We've taken a deep breath. We're ready. Yeah. yeah. So Ollie is now bonding with like Mommy Saltburn, um, who obviously like can't wait to gossip to her new, you know, plaything, Ollie, this new beautiful thing in her house. Yeah. And literally just like spills the beans gossiping about her own fucking daughter god she's so vile and yeah. she ta- talks about how um venetia is bulimic and oh don't you know like she's sexually anorexic like i think she's asexual like she's just, oh i miss that yeah miss she's just that. like dunking on her daughter. i i knew she was shitting on her daughter but i think i missed the point where she said she was sexually anorexic 
I don't know if she used those words, but yeah, she was like, we don't we don't care who it is. It could be a boy. It could be a girl. We don't care. Wow. I and then she that. makes it about how men are so lovely and dry and how she. Tried oh, my God. That's my favorite. Once. OK, that's my favorite fucking line where she's like, <laughs> women are so awfully wet and men are so lovely and dry. So lovely and dry. And how, yeah. How she tried to be a lesbian. I tried to be she's a lesbian like, I was once, a lesbian know? once. She's fucking hilarious. So great. Yes. As she's holding her little martini and her glitter full-length gown just on she's her lawn. She's standing on her lawn with her martini and her full-length glitter gown, looking off in the distance, talking to this, like, her son's friend that she barely knows. I need to, okay, I'm going to need to have just a, a moment of education. So I'm going to use a phrase that I think is important to say because I think that, um, she just is the embodiment of this phrase. And I thought and I thought this the entire time I was watching oh, this really? movie. Oh, really? Okay. But I want people to know that I'm going to say the, I'm going to say cunt again. I'm going to say that. But like, it doesn't mean <laughs> what it used to. So like my mom and like people my Wait, mom's age. Are you are, saying it's giving cunt? Is that, she is, is serving cunt. Is <laughs> she is what serving I'm cunt. <laughs> Holy, Lady Elspeth is serving cunt every second of every day. Yes. <laughs> and that is an admirable thing. I know that that's going to like shock some people like my mom who is listening. Mom, it me- it's different. It's kind of like a compliment-ish now. It's definitely a compliment. Yeah. It's like you are a confident, selfish, yeah. I think, hot I think the bitch. He- women are taking back the pussy cunt of it all, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's not a derogatory thing anymore. No, it's a goal. It's a goal. If someone told me if that I I would never because I'm just like a bumbling buffoon. But if someone ever told me I was serving cunt, it would be the highest honor. Oh, my God. Especially if it was like someone of the queer community. I'd be like, can I die? Of now? course. I'm going to die. Yeah. Bury me. Yes. So, yeah, just I had to get that out because she looks so fierce out here and all at all times. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, Ollie also thinks this and like kind of like gets like flirtatious with her and is like oh it's because Venetia thinks you're so beautiful yeah he's like it must be hard for Venetia and she's like why and she's like to have a mom like you who's so beautiful who's so beautiful and you're like who are you Ollie I know what is going on what is going on but like he doesn't say it in like a Okay, he says it in a very straight way. Is that going to sound weird? He's sitting with his legs open and like, yes, looking like leaning back, looking at her like in a lustful way as he says it. Yeah, he doesn't say it in like a a piece of pie, like a sucking up kind of way. He says it in like a I'm attracted to you kind of way. And you're like, what the who the fuck are you? Who are you? What is your goal? Not not into it. Right. Like because it's attention. well, she pauses and she looks at him confused and then she immediately is like, okay, I'm flattered by that. Yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, of course. Yeah. That makes sense. That's probably, it is probably why it must be hard for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. You're right. Oh man. She also says that she kicked out Pamela. Poor dear Pamela. She's boring. Mm-hmm. And all, Oliver also does this weird thing where he takes this as like an opportunity. He like agrees with her. He's like, oh my God, yeah, she was so boring. But also like, wasn't she like so fake? Like some of those stories seem really far-fetched. Like I really think she was just here for the attention. So yeah, yeah. basically like you were right to kick her like boring, fake, freeloading liar ass out. Yeah, he knows exactly what to say to get her talking more and to get yep. her to like him. Trust, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he immediately goes into like shit talking her friend which is a bold fucking move for her son's 
friend that's just visiting for the yeah. summer to talk shit about her her presumed friend that yeah. is like it's just crazy that he would just be like so confident to be like she is so clearly dying to it was talk so, shit it was so crazy I was like who are you bold it's very bold it's and bold. he is not act one he's not bold right like who right. are you well, I texted Kate and I was like, I know why you like this guy. He's submissive. That's literally what I said to her. You did. And then, yeah. <laughs> and she then knew, as she I'm knew watching how this, I felt about Barry Keoghan. I'm watching this. I'm like, who? I'm like, who are you? Wrong. Incorrect. Yes. I, yeah, I was like, she'll figure it out. Yeah. Because your reaction was like, you said something like not like agreeing with me. And so later when I was reading the text I had sent you, I was like, oh, shit. Like I was wrong by that. And he gives a totally... 180 vibe the second part of the movie it really does feel like an like three act play you know what I it mean it does it does bananas yeah. mm-hmm. uh we're moving on to a very also very um popular very infamous scene the vampire scene mm-hmm. so Oliver sees Venetia Venetia has like poured herself out in the moonlight in some beautiful little translucent dress just like right under his window it's the drama I love it it's very I honestly really like their little cat and mouse like it's yeah very cute I like it and he, Oliver is like fully into it he goes outside he like fully like is like I'm into it like let's go and she's like whoa like this was a, uh, you're moving kind of fast also it's like that time of the month and he's like yum sign me up oh my god he's like you I act cannot like I wait. would give a shit <laughs> he's like perfect and yeah. just like dives down there like there's a hundred dollar bill there that he's snatching <laughs> up with his teeth he dives right in. He earns his Red Wings for sure. He, oh, the Red Wings. And then we get this scene of him in the bathtub, the same one, the Bro. star of the show, Bro. smiling under the water as like the blood is coming off of his mouth. He's, <laughs> he's rubbing the blood on his face. He's rubbing the blood on her face. Mm-hmm. He's licking it off his fingers. It's so shocking shocking this is how we know a woman director fucking did this because no men yes. would they ever dare. they wouldn't think come that would up fun. with this shit unless and if they did it would be like Lars von Trier shit and it would be portrayed in a different way in a misogynist light yes it I would agree. be a misogynist light it would not be like this <laughs> she admits yes I admit it <laughs> female writers and directors we love you more period horror i love period it. horror i love period horror yeah this can't works in get two enough ways. of the scene because it's like uh, a separate time you know castle vibes period piece yes and then it's like period this one's for the <laughs> ladies you know what i mean oh yeah that one got me this is emerald Fennell saying i was this like one's what? for the ladies oh, fuck. <laughs> ah so happy for her Amazing. anyway shocking we got it's time for a party because we haven't had a, a rich people party in like 10 minutes so yes it's rich people karaoke party it's super weird and awkward everyone's dressed in ball gowns but like singing flow it's weird so weird farley does the classic frenemy move of loading up a song for oliver on the karaoke machine he's such a mean girl i love it he's such a bitch he's such a mean girl he loads up you pay my rent which i think is a british song i hadn't heard it, it before it's extremely cringe uh and painful to watch but don't worry farley's gonna get punished <laughs> yeah he's been a bad bad boy so <laughs> oliver again you're like who the fuck are you like Dude, I... You were hanging out with this curly, whirly, eaten, 
math freak. It's it's so hard, I think, because you want to know him. He's the main character. You want right. to feel comforting. You want to be comforted in knowing that, like, in this world of chaotic monsters, you have at least the main character mm-hmm. that you know. And then he does these wild moves where it's just so disorienting that you're like shocked and unstable disoriented yes you're like who the who are you are you a good guy are you a bad guy yeah and i'm in and he's so impressive so like farley who fucking hates oliver yeah oliver is man manages to like sneak into his room and like spider-man straddles wake him up bold so bold bold but it, and it works. And he has like, he basically like jerks off Farley while telling him to like be like to behave. He like grabs his dick. He's like, are you going to behave? And Farley's like, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. He this says is the no part that first. Will walked in on. <gasps> yeah. The I was sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Like Stefan hands on face. Yes. Watching yes, this. Yes. Mouth agape. Will walks in. He looks at the TV. He looks at me. He just walks away. He's like, what? He's the like, fuck? I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> I was I'm gonna like, go so, to my room. So walking, watching some gay porn, and I'm obsessed. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're enjoying it. We're having we're a good time. We're not he mad. missed out. Yeah, we are not mad at not, all. Not mad at Woo! all. Well, Man. Farley, the next day, he's gone. Like they've kicked him out. Can I just say one more thing about this scene? Oh my god! So yes. like, so like this scene is intense because you just watched him eat out a girl in her period so you're like okay is this guy like really straight though and then he like jumps on farley who's his worst enemy he does some like oh i never thought he was straight oh i know but like why is he okay periods are gross anyway so he's like literally (laughs) like like so sexual and so like into this shit with farley he like spits on his hand and like grabs it it's like jerking him off and like likes it and I'm just like, who the fuck are you? Like, I just, I'm sorry. I just felt like that scene needed a little bit more time just because of like how domineering (laughs) he was. It was so opposite from. I do think it says a lot about Oliver. Like you learned so much. Yes. Because he's been like, so like this little shriveled mouse, like up to Farley. You know what I mean? He's never stood up to Farley in any way prior, except for like, maybe for like a minute at right. Oxford, right? When he before he knew, right. that, but that's that just doesn't stand a chance. It's kind of like mean because you can tell he's gonna like sort of use this against Farley later if Farley doesn't behave and like kind of sexual assaulty. So you're like, I don't know if I'm okay watching this. It's kind of like I don't think it's sexual disturbing. Assaulty. I think I mean, Farley is a bitch, but he's also probably a slut. If he's anything like Felix, who is a slut, is Farley? Do they say if Farley is queer? Do they have to? Is he? Because my question they have, is... There, there, I, there are very obvious for me, like, like chemistry, sexual tension moments between him and Ollie prior to this. Oh, like even, really? Even right before you pay my rent, like, they're kind of, like, You're very... Right. They're faces very close to each other on the couch, like, whisper talking to each other. Right. During that During scene, a lot of like, scenes. Are they into each other? Farley touches Ollie a lot. It's very... It's like a power thing, but it's also, like, this, like sexual well, energy yeah love is very close to hate right we know yeah that. and yeah. that's and I think that's why I like I could see this not working like not as a relationship but I could see like a one night thing or like a hate relationship hate sexy relationship thing a hundred percent 
yeah like a hate fuck for sure yeah yeah for sure very it's a very crazy dynamic you have no idea what you're seeing the majority of the time anyway sorry I just felt like the Farley scene had to I just needed to talk about it we need to decompress a little bit yeah (laughs) it's like what the fuck anyway take a deep breath drink a glass of cold water yeah take a cold shower and then we can keep recording take a cold shower real fast (laughs) um well Farley's not done getting punished so the next morning Basically, the family Saltburn is kicking Farley out because they find out that essentially he like the person who runs some rich shop, he was trying to sell their shit to the rich shop person. Right. And before this, they had had a scene where Farley had said something about like his mom like being like she's not poor, but she's like not as rich as she was. And she has a certain lifestyle. And he like asks, I'm pretty sure he like asks his aunt and uncle for money and they decline him. He so, does like regularly. Yeah. 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 So he, I guess, is trying to steal shit from them now and they find out. And then he- so Farley's out. Lady mom, uh, Saltburn, <laughs> casually drops that dear old Pamela's dead. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give. She says she'd do anything for attention. Oh my god, the funniest. I let because the whole time, the whole time, dear old Pamela is talking about like her ex boyfriend who's like a Russian mobster and trying to kill her. Yeah. And then Ollie essentially convinces everyone that she was full of shit, and then she actually dies, and there's still like no remorse, like don't care. It's just, um, yeah, that's the that's the humor of it all. Like it's, when people are like, funny. why is this funny? It's like it's funny because of Elspeth, in my opinion. And isn't it so annoying that they have to go to London on such a beautiful day? It's just gorgeous. I'll yeah. go tell the gardener to make sure he waters the whatever they are. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. No fucks to get. I love looking into your life. This is great. Yeah. She's and perfect. you know, that's why, I don't know if you noticed, but this is shot, I don't know the dimensions, but the, the like, if you're watching this on, like, my TV, there's bars on the side, so it's, like, a smaller frame aspect yeah. ratio. That's the word I'm looking for. The aspect ratio is different, and it's more narrow. And that was intentional from um, Emerald Fennell, who said she wanted to feel like you were looking in on someone. Right, like peeping. Just peeking on in. Just peeking. We love peeking. Oliver yes. loves peeking. He does. This is this is peak horror, but it's <laughs> peak Ariana horror. liked it. <laughs> anyway, Ollie and, and Felix, they're like Ollie's obsession with Felix seems like it's deepening like a lot at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because we got all the all the problems are out of the way. Like um, Felix tried to stir shit about Venetia, and uh, Felix got all pissed off that he had like hooked up with his sister and he's like calls he's like nah Farley's lying yeah so Farley saw Felix or I'm sorry Farley saw Oliver and Venetia doing their vampire shit because they did it out in the open and Farley (laughs) immediately told Felix and Felix looks like what's the word like he doesn't look like what like a a, um like a little boy who it's his birthday and someone else got stole his toy yeah Yeah. it's not like a bro that's fucked up like that you hooked up with my sister it's not like he like Like, wants to protect her it's not like yeah no it's not about venetia it's also not about like him hooking up with his sister like it is fully and it's not also like he's possesses it's not exactly that he's jealous but 
he's jealous, but not in a sexual way. He's jealous in like a, I want you to love me and only me type of yeah, way. You're supposed to, I brought you here. This is my house. This is, yeah, I you're supposed my house. to not get distracted. Be my toy. You're supposed to be my best yeah. friend. Yeah, exactly. It's very, I weird. can have other best friends, but you have to be, I have to be your, you have to think that I'm the best thing ever. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, how can you worship me if you're worshiping Venetia? That's literally what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. And so Ollie basically says, I didn't do what Farley said. Farley's yeah, lying Farley's to you. Yeah, Farley's a liar. Yeah. He's a drama queen. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. And Venetia finds out because, of course, he starts snubbing Venetia at the window when she shows up in her little cute... Oh, God bless her. I love her. She's, like, yeah. showing up in all her cute little outfits under his window and sees him, like, closing the curtains, essentially. And she's like, what the fuck? But she knows exactly what happened. She's yep. like... And she expresses that to him. She's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm just so disappointed. Like you are nothing to him but like I'm not I'm not surprised she wasn't mad yeah she was just like disappointed you know just like yeah that sucks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she knows exactly what happened and she's just like I thought you were better than that but you're just like the other ones yep really horrible to Venetia honestly (laughs) yep well now it's time for a little surprise trip you guys we've been at the at Saltburn too long yep I would say this is like act the beginning of act three where we're like shit's oh, about I, to change. I called act three after I'll, I'll after show the you party. I, I could hear. Yes. After the party. Okay. Okay. But I could I, I could see either way. Um, yeah. So yeah. So this is a turning point in the movie for sure. And one of the hardest scenes for me to watch. Honestly. Probably Same. the hardest like, <gasps> scene yeah. for me to watch. Yeah. So Felix has been doing something that is very inappropriate. Um, so he, Felix takes Barry on a surprise birthday trip. We'll tell you it's a mystery location. They've been driving for a while. <laughs> I love you call him Barry. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Oliver. <laughs> like we know each other. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, basis. Barry, my boyfriend, one of my many, many boyfriends. <laughs> one of my but many currently boyfriends. my top boyfriend. <laughs> my main squeeze. Right now he's my top fake boyfriend for sure. Me and Barry. Yeah. yeah. Felix. And Oliver, that's their names. Got it. Felix <laughs> kind of like discloses reluctantly like, oh, I didn't want to tell you, but surprise, I'm taking you to your mom's house. Yeah. I've been listening to, I've been picking up your phone and answering it when your mom's yeah. calling uh, as secretly this whole time. And uh, she sounds really good and she really wants to see you. Um, She sounds like she's got her shit together. And Ollie's like, what have you done? Like, what have you done? Yeah. He's, and, and we're I all having a panic a little attack. Bit that's so inappropriate. Yeah. Oh, my God. Without but asking that's his him. Privilege, and then whenever Ollie's like, you know? please no. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a show. You know what I mean? It's, yep. look at me helping out this poor little drug-addicted family. I'm a hero. But I also, this is interesting gets- to me. Yeah, I think he has an interest in learning more about it. Like, I think he wants to see what the other half of the world lives like. That's what they all do, right? Like, that's why Mm -hmm. they're like, whenever they're talking about um, Oliver gossiping about him before he comes into the room where they're watching like super bad, they're like, where where is Liverpool? Oh, it's the north. Oh, the north. You know? Yeah. Just judgment to everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's entertainment. uh, 
I'm it's it's, it's just entertainment. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Oliver's like, please no, <laughs> like please turn this car around. I'm like, I will do anything. Please don't do it. Yeah. And Felix is like, nope, don't care. Uh, yep. We're going in and like rings the doorbell for him to this like very nice house. It's like a really cute little house. Very middle class. Upper middle class, I would Upper say. Upper middle class, yeah. In like this cute suburb. And yeah. uh, Oliver looks like he's going to just like die on the site, on site, mm-hmm. like just like combust. He just wants to make himself so tiny and small. Yep. And who answers the door but mom and dad? Yep. Who are, who, neither of them are, appear to be drug addicts. Um, they no look one, like dad's not dead. Warm, normal. Like loving parents. Leave it to beaver bullshit. Yep. This could not look like a more well-adjusted household. Yep. She has a birthday cake waiting for him. She made Aww. spaghetti. <laughs> like. Yeah. And she just in the and they're sitting down. All Ollie's trying to again disappear off the face of the earth, while um, Felix figures out what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Felix is being playing along and being really sweet and you know yeah. charming as he always is, and yeah. So they uh, leave. Like essentially, Oliver is like we're we're leaving, and he just like runs out because he yeah. just can't handle it. And yeah. you see, and this is a, such a again such a left turn because you ha- like the little bit of empathy that you were holding on to for Ollie was like he came from such hardship, right, right. And this is like such a. Oh. Slap in the face. <laughs> oh, you've been manipulative the whole the time. The entire like, As a time. viewer. Yeah, as a viewer, this was shocking. I was like, you've been lying. You have nothing that you know to be real about this guy. You, nothing. Your you entire narrative you is know. fake. Yep. Yeah, your entire narrative is fake. The entire basis of this friendship in some imbalanced way, however it may be. Yep. Ooh, so yeah, that foundation crumbles real quick. Felix feels the same way. He's like, you're just a fucking weirdo. Like, why would you even lie to me? Like, this is weird. We're not going to do this friendship anymore. this is disturbing. Yeah. Like, He's like actually upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is fair because... He should be. (laughs) Why? He's like, I don't understand your motives. Like... Yeah, what what motive is that to like yeah. worm your way into my life to like think that we're friends? Like, are yeah. we actually friends? Like, what what is this? Like, is, it's just, are we more than friends? Do you have? Is there a weird like? Do you have feelings? For, you know, it's just and it was such a convince. He was such a convincing liar this whole time. He was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whoo! That 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 scene had a bit of a kick to it. <laughs> that one was. That yeah. one hurt. Yep. Confused. Well, no time to be sad. It's party time. It's been ten minutes. We haven't had a party. Yep. (laughs) And it's Oliver's birthday, y'all. It's Oliver's birthday. So we obviously have to drop like a million dollars on this giant party Uh with people. 250 people. Yes. Yeah. You don't know any of these people, but we need 250 people that this was my favorite line from the whole movie was whenever they're planning the party. Um, Elspeth and oh shit, sir. James. I don't know. Sir Saltburn. James. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out what theme it's going to be. And they settle on a Midsummer Night's Dream. (laughs) And James goes, Elspeth, I can wear my suit of armor. <laughs> they just want like any reason to dress up and like it's have hilarious. Fun and, yeah. Oh my god. Just like live this fake little show yep. of a life and yep. this rich, ridiculous, decadent, hedonistic, gorgeous life. Yep. I yeah. So um say what you will about the catons though. Um the Saltburn fam can throw a party. Oh my god, the party looks so fucking fun. It looks. So, I I want to go to that party. I know they have like these like 
lo- like lotus flower lily like lights on their water feature and it's just like beautiful like everything about it is uh, tasteful and beautiful and thought out like there's a stage there's yeah. two people roasting a pig and the people mm-hmm. are dressed as pigs it's so funny cocaine everywhere coke everywhere like this is a party so yeah. um Oliver doesn't care. He's like, he's just kind of like Puck and he's just kind of wandering aimlessly through this crowd of people he doesn't know, having this balls to the wall party, just looking for Felix. Yep. Felix is giving him like the cold shoulder. He essentially says like, fuck off and bother someone else. Yeah. He's like, when this party's over, you're leaving. This is done. Like we are, We're, you will not fix this. He's like, I'm not going to tell my parents because that's awkward for them. But yes. when we're done with this, like you're going to leave. And we're, yeah. And we're done. Yeah. Ollie is scrambled at this point at this insane, well DJed party. Yeah. And to make things worse, Felix is back. No, I'm so sorry. Farley, Farley. is back. Farley sneaks Farley's in. Farley's back, sneaks in. He is back in the fold and he is still a bitch. And so he grabs Oliver and makes it very clear that Oliver doesn't belong there. This is going to be some like dream that you like wet your pants to when you're an old person like, it was such you don't a deserve it sexual sexual conversation too it was like he, it's just so much like hatred but you can tell they're like sort of into each other and they sort of want there's still chemistry there's so much chemistry but they also are so mean <laughs> he's they're so mean, so mean. yeah oh my I'm god i'm like are you guys gonna kiss or like yeah i was like kiss stab him. each kiss other him. kiss him <laughs> now yes. kiss yeah I do I love this scene it just like kicks all over down so much and Farley's like try literally says like try harder next time like baby girl like it's so condescending and just like the final kick in the pants for Oliver he's like daring him to like he's like daring him to be more dominant you know he's like he almost like is goading him because he like wants that again you know that's Mm -hmm. the vibe I get where he's like he's like tell me to behave you know we're playing chess yeah yeah yeah, it's toxic as hell. <laughs> I love it. We love it. Can't look away. We love cannot it. look away. But yeah, Oliver is not done having the worst night of his life because now um, it's time to sing happy birthday and nobody knows his name. It's <laughs> my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. Oh my God. It is the most <laughs> horrific moment of them yeah. singing happy birthday and not they just leave his out name. his I name and so much. Staring at his And like laugh about how they don't fucking care who this guy is. Dead inside, yeah. Okay. Ah. And you like I my empathy. I'm like I don't know where it's supposed to be right now. Like I don't, you don't like anybody, but at the same time you like everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So Oliver is not taking any of this well. So as the night continues, his obsession of Felix becomes a drunk obsession of Felix. Yep. And so he sees Felix go into the garden maze cuz they have one of those with um some girl and like just follows him in stumbling and drunk um and like confronts Felix like first mid-coitus. he watches them have sex for a little bit oh my god he does and yeah. then he decides to confront Felix right because um, he has no uh, filter because he's drunk yeah yeah it's bad um and he's just like you know spilling his guts to Felix Felix is like get the fuck away from me yeah. um Oliver like drops his little champagne bottle and like vomits embarrassingly and like exits. Yep. And then like <laughs> Felix is like, I don't want to 
that seemed like real emotions picks up the bottle like finishes it you finishes know I mean? the bottle does another yeah. line whatever doesn't care now it's time for act three <laughs> yes the next morning felix is found dead at yeah. the center of the hedge maze shocking shocking because we're all they're all looking for felix and it's just chaos and confusion and they're like where's felix where's felix and they're like jumping in the like their water the feature lake. looking yeah, at did the he drown in here it. like yeah it's really sad to watch and you feel bad for everybody and then the dad finds him and is like, we just need to get him inside. Felix, where's denial. your jumper? Aww. Dad's like in weird denial. Like, we just need to yeah. get him warm. Yeah. Ah! And yeah. you're just like, like, holy shit, I can't believe they fucking killed Felix. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You're like, oh, my God. Did Shock. not see that coming. Shock. So many. Like, what now? Emotions. You know what I mean? Yes. Emotions. You're like, what is the rest of this movie then? Like, what Dude. the fuck? I know, I know. Because then at this point in the movie, I paused it to see how much time I had left. Because I was Me like, too. is this the end of the movie? And I think there's like a nope. half an hour, 40 minutes left. I think I either texted Kate or Rachel and I was like, there's still half an hour left of this fucking movie? Oh, yeah. It what keeps the going. hell? Yeah. They're not letting off the gas. Yep. <laughs> so then we have a very painful scene of everyone trying to ignore the fact that Felix's dead body is out there in the maze. Like, they're just like, we're not going to talk about it. High society, let's have some pleasant chat, shall peak we? Peak humor, peak humor. They're all vomiting, it's trying horrifying. to eat their fucking lunch, literally vomiting and gagging because they're all upset and they're all crying, but like no one wants to like talk about it. So they're just like talking about nothing. Like random shit. Changing the uh, yeah, subject. the chocolate cake last night was pretty good. I don't normally like chocolate cake. And Oliver's like helping. He's like, yeah, I don't normally like, like chocolate yeah, cake. Yeah, he plays into oh, it yes, because, you it, know. It can be so cloying. Yeah, he plays into it. And Farley snaps because he's like, what the fuck is going Like, why are we just sitting here pretending yeah. to eat lunch? Like, I can hear the gurney carrying Felix's dead body out. Yeah. They're like, we don't need your American emotions. That's my That's my right. That's too. right. It's like, shut this up is high society. Yeah. yeah. Shut the fuck up. I don't know if we said this, but Farley is American. He grew up in America. Yeah, I think I said it. His okay. accent's not good, but yes. yeah, he's supposed to be American. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of my gripes is that American accent is just bad for me. But, oh, I didn't notice. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, good. I was like, you're you not me. <laughs> at this point, Oliver essentially points the blame at Farley and yeah. says Farley was the one slinging coke like he was at a parade yesterday. Yep. So like immediately the whole family is mixed with fentanyl usually. (laughs) Yeah. Also. Also. Yeah. Also. He was on a lot of things probably like a ton of alcohol. So like, yeah, why not Coke? Of course. So they accept this with no questions asked. And Felix is booted out of Saltburn for Farley. Farley. I'm so sorry. Farley. Farley. Felix is dead. (laughs) Yeah. Felix is dead. Farley is kicked the fuck out. They were like, you're not. We're not going to give no, you money we're not gonna done. give your family m- money our relationship with you is is done it's severed yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so now we get felix's funeral they still managed to make it funny the times new roman shit oh i thought was my funny God. hilarious yes um but then we have the most famous and infamous scene in the whole movie you think this was the most famous and not bathtub this i think really okay this is for me this is the most memorable Oh, really? I think bathtub was more horrifying for me, but I did. I knew what he was going to do in the bathtub scene. Me too. Oh, you did? I was hoping against hope 
that he wasn't gonna do what I thought he was gonna do in this scene yeah shit this scene I was like don't do it don't do what I think you're gonna do I think I was so like like emotionally drained by this movie <laughs> that this one I was just like yeah go ahead fucking do it you're like you why know? not yeah fucking yeah, whatever. fucking do it you're like I am numb at this point yeah yeah the shock yeah so I, I wasn't done being shocked this I was screaming I was kicking my legs I was screaming <laughs> I was also so yeah, screaming we're at Felix's grave site and Oliver is mourning alone after the funeral in his little funeral garb and he's sobbing he takes off his shirt and like desperately like touches like hugs the grave like hugs the loose dirt Face like trying down, to get closer sobbing flat on the grave sobbing, sobbing hysterically shirtless and then he gets up and you're like don't do it no we all knew it was gonna happen we were all like we knew Are- we knew we knew the vibe of this movie we we're like is he about to do it we're like they, they would do, do it yeah. they would do it they would probably yep. do it but you, you're yep. still like are they gonna do it yeah yep. so he drops trow pulls out his gigantic <laughs> penis and begins to plow the grave He's of his dead friend. The grave. Felix is into the dirt. Loose dirt. Masturbates. Plows his fucking Oh, it's great. It's hilarious. It's good stuff. Um, did you know it's that shit was ad libbed? I did, yes. <laughs> How it just makes me want to more, honestly. I know. I know I'm you like, do. Yes, that's hot. Good for He's you. He's like, but what if I have sex with the grave? And they were like, yes. <laughs> yes. Say less. Emerald, Emerald just like, go, 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 go. Do like, it. We're rolling. <laughs> he probably didn't even tell anyone. He was probably just like, you know what he would do? It's fuck this grave oh, right sure. now. And did it. And everyone was like, we're keeping that shit. And everyone started clapping. Yeah. Applauded. Oh my well, God. I will say like for his interview, um, his cast interview, like he came in and he said, I am Oliver. Like he was very confident. Like he knew this character. So yeah, he went full Oliver in this scene, I think. He did. He did. He went full Oliver. He did know him. So Venetia is not handling this well. So she is incredibly distraught. Like she was extremely close to Felix. Yeah. And she's starting to get, she like has already been like dis- disencharmed or whatever, like not into Oliver anymore because he isn't who she thought or hoped right. he was. Yeah. And now Felix is dead. And she, as she's mourning, she's like, what the fuck are you still doing here? Yeah. Which like, is real because it's like, yeah. awkward it's like why are it's, you who are here? you get out go home you're and not a part of this family you're not a part of this and so he approaches her while she's like crying in the bathtub yes the same bathtub mm-hmm. she's crying in the bathtub and he has the confidence to go in and like try to like hit on her yeah like he like grabs her face and like kisses it and she's like no like yeah i don't under like whatever you had with felix is fucked up and you're yep. fucked up and you need to fucking just go because like you didn't know him and this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the next day. Venetia well, I really found. I'm just going to say this monologue was like one of the best things for the movie for me because. Yes. I Yeah. I love her monologue. She talks about how he they all the whole family, they all call him a spider behind his back because he just like I love it is manipulative and weaving these webs that they get caught in and Felix got caught in his web. But then she goes, but I don't think you're a spider. I think you're a moth. I think a moth that can see into the house and can see a light and is drawn to the light, but you'll always be outside the house. And it was just like such like deep understanding of Oliver and who he is and like describing that for us as an audience was 
a great choice because yes. I think she says her piece and she gets it all out. And then the next morning. Yeah, the next morning she's gone. We're yeah, down, she kills we're down herself. Benicia. She, yeah, she's found dead, blood-soaked bathtub with razors next to her. So oh, yep. we lost Venetia, the last character that I think I liked. Um, yep, yeah. Elspeth, they're, they're still um, not mourning their children a normal way, obviously. They're just like kind of pushing it down. And Elspeth is like getting hyper-attached to Oliver. Yeah. She can't let Oliver leave and... James is like, you need to fucking get out of here. Like, enough. Weirded like, get out. out. Like, we're all weirded mm-hmm. out, too. It's like, why are you still mm-hmm. there? Like, it's awkward and creepy. Mm-hmm. And Elspeth and- is clearly not mentally well. And she's just holding on to Oliver because he feeds whatever she wants to hear. You know what I mean? And also, I'm sure to some degree, he represents, like, time before Felix died. He yeah. probably represents yeah. Felix to her a little bit. She's going yeah. through a loss of both her son and her daughter. And... She's just mentally unwell, and she's like, this guy reminds me of a happier time, and so I like yeah, him. Yeah, you can't go. Right. But her husband is right. Like, this is not good for her, and she's not right. processing this grief appropriately. Right. And they need to move on. They need time. And Oliver is like, yeah, I would, but, you know, Elspeth really needs me. Elspeth wants me here. Yeah. That's so fucked. And you realize he has complete control. He has him by the balls, and that's right. fucked. And yeah. James is like, okay, how much? And, like, pulls out a checkbook. Yeah. He's like, how much can I pay you to leave? And Oliver's like, you can't pay me to leave. And then the next scene is him like leaving. So he clearly got paid Mm -hmm. off a fuck ton of money to leave. A lot of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So now we flash forward to the year 2022. Um, Oliver's at a cafe. He's reading a newspaper. Sir James Saltburn, whatever his name is, is dead. (laughs) <laughs> and who just walked into the cafe it's Elspeth that's so yep. weird and so she is obviously like delighted to see him um she's like you have to come back like we miss you like Duncan's still there like please 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 come and so he's like well if you insist <laughs> like what is the goal but at this point you're like okay they had a little bit of like chemistry like is this sexually motivated and then you're like, yeah, okay, this is sexually motivated. Like, it's just awkward. It's like he hooked up with, he had like a thing with everyone in the family. You yeah. Know? He had like a hook in every single and one everybody. of them. everybody. Except for so dad. Weird. Who yeah. wouldn't, wasn't into it. Will die of natural causes anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll just wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he becomes like a very big part of Saltburn. Um, they, they spend time together. Like they're together for months. We flash forward to Elspeth is like, what uh, apparently on like hospice um in Saltburn she's like very very sick she's got an endotracheal tube in like she's on a breathing machine they're monitoring her brain waves like she's suddenly very ill and we realize that this is the same scene the same setting as the very beginning when Oliver was kind of waxing poetic about Felix yeah mm-hmm. um and then we get a full confession yep so this is a wild scene where it's hard to get it all out in words but essentially we get some like flashbacks to scenes that had been missing parts of the story that we hadn't been shown which is him meeting Felix the bike incident wasn't an accident it was planned by um, Oliver yeah by Oliver so that he would get a nail in his tire and he could save the day Mm -hmm. even worse than that we find out that he straight up killed Felix yep 
Yep. The same Felix whose grave he humps later. He poisoned his alcohol. I think that's what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. He slipped he a lot of coke him. into that champagne bottle. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. And obviously, like, we find out that Oliver is the reason that Felix got booted out. Or I'm sorry, that Farley got booted out with this email yep. trying to sell stuff. He was just trying to get rid of Farley. And also, he had, they kind of imply that he had pressured Venetia into committing suicide. Yep. Mm-hmm. And taking advantage of her state, which was not a good one. Does he drug her as well? I feel like he does. She's very drunk. He, she's, she's, man, she's self-medicating this whole movie. Like right. you have that scene right after Felix dies where she pours like just absently an entire wine bottle into one glass. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. just keep pouring the wine. Yep. She's not. So yeah. she, she's drunk, very drunk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and distraught. And he manipulated that. And then also the final stroke of genius, he's sitting there waiting for Elspeth to walk into the cafe. He knew that Elspeth was going to walk into this cafe. He's typing um, on a computer nonsense. Gibberish. Yeah. It's all work and no play bullshit. He's just mm-hmm. waiting for Elspeth yep. to come in because he knows that he can get himself back into Saltburn. And he does. And then we get this final beautiful moment where the last... The, the last family member is there in endotracheal tube fully in he climbs on top of her again very sexual very power it's weird he like rips the her blanket off so she's like bare legged and you're like dude are you gonna fuck this you're woman? like <laughs> i will i will be upset i'm gonna draw the line i was like Oliver. no this cannot happen but you know i was this upset will ruin everything <laughs> yeah he doesn't fuck her no but then it's they were like and oh sexual. written and directed by woman got it okay got we're it safe. yeah what a cheap move that would have been. That would have made me so mad. No, it's worse than that, guys. He's going to touch her at least. I was like, no. It's horrible. He climbs on top of her and rips her ET tube, rips her breathing tube right out of her trachea yep. and then lets her just die. choke to death and die. Yeah. Pulls Asphyxiate the plug. and die. Yep. Yeah. So I guess that leaves one final heir to Saltburn <laughs> because yes. he has been named the air so yeah. saltburn is his in their flashbacks they had shown like a scene of like elspeth creating a will and signing everything over to him yeah because they were together whatever maybe for that was the months. only family she had left right and she's in denial of at all times right yeah we can only assume that he poisoned her as well right he absolutely did yeah but that's not the final scene we are treated to a really great final scene Yes, <laughs> which is the icing on the cake. Oh, it's so you're like, that's yes. what I needed. That's yep. perfect. Yep. It's the perfect ending. It's the perfect Humor. little cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keeping it light, keeping it fun, keeping yep. it ridiculous, keeping it very like poignant and satirical. Sexual. Sexual. It's a summary. It's a summary scene. It is. A, yes, it is a final kiss mm-hmm. for Saltburn. Barry yep. Keoghan is fully nude. <laughs> his penis is humongous yes do you think that's his real dick i do i can only okay hope. okay <laughs> and uh he has this amazing beautiful like choreographed little weird dance Jig. number yeah he puts murder on the dance floor a really catchy song that you guys are gonna hear soon <laughs> definitely the outro i'm obsessed with this song it's so catchy she did she sent it to me a few times this campy perfect 2001 english mm. pop song that actually mm-hmm. is very um if you listen to the lyrics it's kind of like a really smart choice yeah but anyway 
Ollie's fully dangling out and he is blaring music on the stereo, going through this 1400s mansion, fully naked, just dancing, parading, dancing, whipping his dick around, celebrating his win. Just celebrating his win, just taking a lap because he yep. finally got. I never, I did not see this ending coming at all. I didn't know what was going to happen, but he really convinced me in act one. He really yeah. laid a foundation that I was looking for the good in Oliver. I know, me too. It's it was really hard. It's very much a roller coaster of emotion with his character, and I feel I feel like to some degree I knew he was a snake because there are like obvious um, clues into that at the beginning, but mm-hmm. I did not think he would have manipulated things to that degree so that's what got me like I knew he manipulated shit but I didn't know he manipulated that hard they show him manipulating people you know right right exactly I was like he's a snake but like I don't know to what degree he's a snake and like that was shocking yes and like what's the point yes exactly it's good oh so we like it sounds like oh my god Kate we have so much to talk about I have to decompress with you I have to decompress yes all right. I've been dying. Yes. First, I want to tell everyone my favorite quotes. I feel like I've already said it, but There's I have so six favorite quotes. Number six, when Felix's girl is talking about Oliver to Felix and she says he has zero chat. That got me because I was like, LOL. He's people say no that chat. IRL. That's funny. IRL. We I thought that was like Island. a Love Island thing, but it's not. Okay. Has no chat. Number five is when it's summer and they're like indoors and it's super hot and Felix is like, oh, I'm so hot. And Oliver just like stares at him and goes, I know. (laughs) And we're all like, yeah, we know too. Yeah. Everyone can see it, Oliver. Humor. We're like, oh, you love him. (laughs) And then number four, when they're at the college party and the guy is bummed that like Felix just like gets up and steals his girl and he goes damn I've been talking to that girl for like an hour and I was hoping to at least get a hand job or something and then the other guy goes we all want a we fucking all want hand job jobs. mate <laughs> we all want a fucking hand job mate we all want a hand job bro like get over it hilarious I love um, that yeah and then number three is when they all find out Pamela died and Elspeth goes she'd do anything for attention <laughs> that so- dumb bitch that dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. Number two, at Oliver's party when they sing happy birthday and then no one knows his name, so they all get quiet. Oh my God. So funny. I dry heave. I can't handle so that. So funny. It's hilarious. And then, yes. And then number one is when Elspeth says she was a lesbian for a while and then goes, women are so <laughs> wet in the end. Men are so pleasantly dry. So pleasantly dry. Okay. If you're going to sit here and tell me that this movie is not a comedy, like, it's a fucking comedy. There are hilarious- no, of like specific satire jokes in this movie and it's great it's great we love hilarious. it hilarious you don't yes. normally like black comedies and stuff you're normally very picky I agree but I think this one is um my kind of black comedy okay like I don't think know. it's like making a joke out of things that are like very serious I hear you yes okay I yeah, think yeah, that's, yeah that's my problem with black comedy sometimes but okay so More now black, less comedy Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, So since Kate wasn't there to witness my reactions, I'm going to read to you my accumulation of my reactions to Oliver's character as I'm watching this movie. Oh, great. Yes, please. These are my comments. Okay. Uh Is this movie going to end where he takes over the family? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, got it. I figured it out. And then 
in all caps, oh no, this guy's lying about everything, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) And then, this guy is a snake. And then, in all caps, this guy's a fucking genius. And then, this guy's a fucking liar. And then, this guy's (laughs) a fucking psychopath. (laughs) Oh my god! It's a roller coaster, because you're like, you know... We all want to know who we're, who our main character is. That's the one thing yes. we are guaranteed in a movie. I'm supposed and to be able to relate to you, right? Like it's shocking. I love Fully I shocking. love a villain main character. I love it. Yes. It doesn't happen enough. Oh my god. Yes, you're right. You're right. Villain main character. That's why I like feel like this movie had Gone Girl vibes. It also had I Care a Lot vibes because both of yeah, those have very strong like villain main character. Oh, I can say this one um, because we've said the big twist of the movie. Um, this is very similar to me to a movie called The Talented Mr. Ripley with Matt Damon. Oh, I've never heard of this. It's a highly similar plot. So if you guys enjoyed oh. this kind of like twisty, I think Jude Law's in it too. You would like oh. it, honestly. Is this from like the 90s or the 2000s? I'd say 90s or 2000s. Yeah, one okay. of those. Okay, cool. It's a, it's a right. good one. It's a psychological thriller for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Someone infiltrating a different a family. Group of people. Nice. Yeah. We like it. Amazing. But um, how much do you like it? <laughs> I like it a whole lot, Kate. But let me tell it. let me tell everybody about the Midnight's uh Midsummer Midsummer Night's Dream references. Because this movie, guys, it's okay. I don't know Shakespeare. I've never <laughs> been a huge Shakespeare person, but let me for you guys who know about this. I'm going to tell you, okay? So we talked about how Oliver is Puck, and Puck is Oberon's little sidekick. He's also the mischievous troublemaker, so that fits in with him perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, At the party, Felix is Oberon, the king of the fairies. He's wearing wings. We love it. Yes, yes. At the party, Farley shows up as Nick Bottom, the guy who wears the donkey head, who is turned into an ass by Puck. Amazing. Okay. And yes, he is. Literally, he, he is. And Nick Bottom and Puck are the only characters that persist till the end of the play. And they're the people who persist at the end of this movie. They're the only ones who don't die. So That's fucking brilliant. Oh, my pretty God. Cool. Pretty cool. If you think that's cool, let me tell you about the Greek mythology of it all. Because, again, oh my why God. am I here if not to tell you a Greek mythology story? Here we go. She, that's why she's here. That's the only this is reason. Why that's the only reason I'm fucking here today. She's been okay. waiting this whole time with guys, gritted teeth. Guys. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So what we didn't tell you was that in the center of the maze in which Felix dies, there is a Minotaur statue. I, I saw that and I was like, that's important. It's important. Ariana will tell me. I will tell you. Also, there are paintings of Theseus in their house as well. Just saying. We'll get Who's to Theseus. Theseus. I'll tell you all about him. You ready? Okay. Okay. So here's a story for you. We have King Minos, king of Crete or whatever. And he has this super pretty bull, but the god of Poseidon was like, you should sacrifice this bull to me. And King Minos was like, nah, and like chose a less pretty bull to sacrifice to him. So Poseidon cursed King Minos's wife to fall in love with the hot bull. And she did. And they fucked. And the bull? She had sex with the bull. That's how the Minotaur was created. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a B-U-L-L. Yes. Oh, I thought it was a bull. That's bull? way worse. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have not heard this one, but that, that's not good either. No, so the Minotaur that's is worse, a half actually. man, half okay. bull. <gasps> Ew, that's why. That Ew. was 
basically the, the wife spawn do? of up. the queen who had fallen in love with the beautiful bull because the king would not sacrifice it to Poseidon. So this Poseidon monster was created. You know, Greek mythology loves a bestiality moment. We all know that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so Zeus couldn't. He he was grabbing ducks left and right. Grabbing. He was raping people as swans. Yep, squirrels. He doesn't care. <laughs> the Minotaur. He has rage issues. This monster. So, <laughs> King Minos was told by an oracle to keep this creature in a labyrinth, and he recruits the local inventor named Daedalus to create this labyrinth to keep the Minotaur in. Cut to. A bunch of years later, the Athenians, they fuck up. They kill King Minos' son. And as punishment, King Minos has the Athenians send a bunch of adults to fight the Minotaur. So these young adults, one of them was named Theseus. And he falls in love with King Minos' daughter, whose name is Ariadne. And she gives him... And by him, I mean Theseus, some thread so that he can navigate himself out of the labyrinth after he's killed the the Minotaur. Smart. So, FYI, Ariadne is me because in the Roman telling of the story, her name is Ariana. (gasps) So I am am Ariadne. Anyway. And you're so smart with your little string trick. Cute. So after Theseus kills the Minotaur, he goes um, back to um, his land, but he brings me because like I helped him so like he brings me along but he ditches me on an island on his way home because he's an asshole but that's pretty bad he's he's terrible but don't worry because I am found on the island by Dionysus the god of wine and then he marries me and then I become a goddess of wine so true story oh my god yeah talk about a nice rebound there bro I know ditch that boy (laughs) So on his way home, Theseus accidentally flies the wrong color sail and his father thinks that he died. And so thinking that Theseus is dead, King... of the color of his sail. Yeah. So if you fly a black sail, a... that means someone important died. If you fly a white sail, that means you were successful. Theseus, so you fucking dumbass. Why he flies you the wrong that? sail and King That's Age... important. <laughs> Aegeus, he is who's his dad, sees this and jumps off a cliff into the ocean because he wants it. to kill himself because he's like, My son is dead. They never and confirm, ever. They never confirm. They're like, You can't I wait guess a little longer. Myself. Yeah, hold on for like 10 minutes and just make sure. Like experience, like, be uneasy for a minute, you know? <laughs> then you can jump off the tower or whatever. Then but you just can like, just hold on. Just yeah. check first. So yeah. this is how we have the Aegean Sea. There's an Aegean Sea. It's because King Aegeus killed himself in it. Anyway, so Theseus, the prince, becomes king because his dad is now dead. Oh, no. How is this like the movie? Okay, so Theseus is Oliver, and this is how. Theseus seems like he's a good person at first, but then he kills a guy in a maze, ditches the person who helped him, and then inherits a kingdom after tricking someone into suicide. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so fucking smart. Dude, I know. Ariana, that is, drop your mic. I swear. That is just like, <laughs> that is, so, bravo. Love we love it. This is why the Minotaur and what? Theseus are heavily featured. It's an allegory. We love it. There's another allegory, though, that's Greek. Okay, so there's more. Are you ready? I love, a little bit Yes, more. always. I mean, never, but always excited. <laughs> so after Theseus kills the Minotaur and escapes, King Minos is pissed, and he blames the labyrinth creator, Daedalus. 
And so he decides to imprison Daedalus and his son Icarus for having oh, fucked my up. God. So Daedalus is an inventor and he invents these it's wings like, to help his son so fly out of the prison. But he warns his son, don't fly too high or the sun will melt the wax that was used to make the wings and you could, your wings could melt and you could fall. So Icarus mm-hmm. forgets. He flies too close to the sun and his wings melt Goof. and he falls to his death. Yes. So this is a parable slash lesson about getting too close to the sun, like how being too awesome will lead to your Hubris. destruction. Yes. Yeah. And I think that this also plays into why Felix was wearing wings at the party because to me, Felix is Icarus. Yeah, he's playing with fire. He's playing with fire. He's also so charming and awesome and close to the sun that it it he attracts invisible. bad people and leads to his own destruction. Yeah, I think, and I think he thinks he's invincible and like he can just mess around with people's lives without consequence. I think that that's what yeah the entire family thinks and does careless like, look at poor dear old pamela <laughs> yep you know it's careless it's, energy yeah, yeah when i was watching this too i was like this also gives me great gatsby vibes because yeah I mean, we've all yeah, read yeah. great gatsby for high school so no spoilers we all had but like to. yeah like and that's another one with um carrie mulligan too obviously but Ugh, obviously the theme of that is like carelessness beautiful rich people attracting others into their world and that leading to the destruction of people's lives and the carelessness that comes with that obviously the rich people win in great gatsby but yeah that was like in the middle of this movie i was like i feel like i'm sort of great great gatsby watching like is something bad gonna happen because of the carelessness of everybody yeah spoiled little babies yeah, for sure. Spoiled rich babies have been not concerned. They, d- they don't have any natural predators. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So their guard is cu- always down. I still have a couple more things to say. All right. Tell me everything. <laughs> we want to know what this movie means. What are the themes? What, what mean, is this though? movie trying to convey to the audience? And I think the biggest theme for me is this idea of like fakeness, right? So like... Oliver obviously embodies that probably the most because he's very fake to everyone. He's very manipulative. But we also have these humorous scenes with Elspeth being like the fakest bitch of everybody. Right. And it's like almost a almost funny. Right. Like that's the whole point is you can be fake and manipulative. You can be fake and funny. Even smaller characters like the professor from the beginning of the movie who oh fake as shit awful hate him yeah who like knew farley's mom but like was fake to then her did. oh but didn't know her like he was like oh, oh don't, I was just but don't tell her, her i said hi no 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 yeah no, don't tell her like, but yeah we were friends but like don't tell her i said shit. hi yeah like the part where after felix is dead they're all sitting at the table they're trying to eat a meal they're like not oh my god actually Insane. processing anything they're just all outwardly fake and the fact that the main thing that attracts Felix to Oliver is how, quote, real he thinks Oliver mm-hmm. is. So I think a big part of this is this idea of fakeness and how that's presented in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, Masks. Yes. Very cool. So the last theme that is also important, it's this theme of like style versus like substance and grit. And okay, when... Oliver and like the first thing that we see with Farley 
and really Oliver, where we start to get a little bit of character definition, is this scene where Oliver and Farley are with their professor, and Oliver's reading his essay out loud, and Farley makes fun of him for using the word thus a million times. And Oliver says that attacking someone's style is a cheap debate tactic. Yeah, it's because lazy. it's it's used where there's nothing of substance to attack. Yeah, you can't say anything about the paper, so you're gonna say you're gonna get upset. Of not, it's not the material. You're gonna make it's fun of the I'm fact that he it. used thus, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like that's then you're not. That's yeah. so shallow and it's superficial shallow. and lazy. And yeah. Farley's response is, "Style is everything." Yeah, which is so a we weird have this to say. dichotomy of like people who represent style, people who represent substance, and people who value power, people who value beauty. Yes, and there are so many discussions of attire in this movie like people make fun of how Oliver dresses one of the first things they do Farley specifically makes fun it makes fun of him and tells him he looks like he's dressed like he's poorer than everyone else he doesn't have his own tux he has to borrow a sports jacket from Felix for dinner and when Felix asked if he brought cufflinks I'm like what the bro (laughs) he's like no nope (laughs) yes so I know a big um a big, I guess, negative part of this movie that a lot of people bring up is this idea that like you think you're watching like a eat the rich movie in the beginning and then mm-hmm. at the end it's almost like a okay, maybe we have to watch out for the other side. You know, maybe we have to watch out for poor people. And I do think that a big negative of this movie is that idea. But I think that is misconstrued because I think the movie is more of a warning about the kind of people who would sacrifice substance for this idea of style possessions appearances yes I didn't realize that was a criticism of this movie I don't I think this movie is not it's clearly making fun of the aristocracy like that's exactly I think it's hard because because the director and writer went to Oxford and she is a affluent person and I think Mm -hmm her background more identifies with obviously the the people of style in the movie and so I think Uh, what we are waiting for is for her to try to bash that part of herself and when she doesn't you're like oh it's a little bit weird but then you realize that's not the point of of it at all at Oxford though doesn't she like she calls every like everyone at Oxford except for Ollie is kind right. of right, and that's in a what I mean. Is like you are watching it at the beginning, and you're like, okay, she's making fun of rich people. Like that's the vibe. That's and then at the end, you're like, or is she not making fun of rich people? Like the whole time, the rich people were the victims. It almost like turns your expectations on its head, which is why it feels like parasite to me. Um, yeah, for sure. Because you're watching one thing, and you expect it to go with the trope of normalcy. You always right. see this trope and it doesn't. And that's what's shocking. Um, and I do think that was a criticism, but it's like, we don't want that trope. We've seen that so many times. We, yeah, exactly. We don't need another Eat the Rich movie. If and this was an that. Eat the Rich movie, we wouldn't give a fuck. It would be boring. Yeah. I I, it would be exactly what I expected it to be. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I agree. And this movie is not, um, you can't expect it. I'll say right. that. Right. You don't have to like it, but you're, you're not going to expect this movie going in fresh yeah even if you are in the mindset that it's going to blow your mind it's still going to blow your mind in my opinion it's still some degree yeah well let me ask you this Kate because this is one thing I think is debated 
and I want to hear your opinion. Do you think that Oliver is in love with Felix? Yes. I think to I think as much as he can be. I think that Oliver is a sociopath. I might be using the wrong word. Um, but I think that obsession to him is love. I think that's the closest to love that he can get. And I think he is uh, deeply obsessed with Felix. Okay. So do you think he's, I guess, in love with him in like the couple kind of way like the sexual attraction I want to yes. be with you you do I want to be with Queer you love. I want I love the idea of you I love this life this pretend life I can float in my head of me and you yes so you think it's all of that you think queer love plus all of that because you're saying a few different types of love so you think it's all those I don't think any types. of them are actually love, right? Like they, if like they have See that's known my each question, other. right? I don't think Oliver is I think if it was if you put anyone else in that situation, no. I think Oliver doesn't know what love is and he equates obsession with love. So you think that Oliver is not capable of love? I guess my question for you is do you think that Oliver no. is in love with Felix the same way you are in love with Nick? No. Okay, that was my question. No. Is it a cuz like, like a I would never love? be like if is I can't have him, love? no one can. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have a plan B. I think that Felix if he, in his, so in your the best is scenario. No. I, no, I guess I guess in the, in the like in what I would call love? No. Right. That was my question because at the beginning oh, okay. you're like am I watching a movie where the motivation is primarily sexual and like couple and like queer love or something different I didn't so like and this isn't like a I don't see color but like I really didn't think about it as like a a, like a queer love story at all because it's not like like you said it's not like so we find out pretty much through watching the movie like you're kind of looking for cues in both ways because of how obsessed Ollie is but like Felix does not think of Oliver that way like that I think is very obvious by act three yep Felix, I mean, Oliver is clearly looking to get something out of this relationship. And so I think that that scene in the maze, whenever he's been spurned by Felix, is legitimately, it's devastating because I think that that was his idea of his ticket into this world. And I think in in best case scenario, it would be like in a a sexual way, um, like in a So you do think he was sexually attracted to him? You think yes. that I think his... that if Felix had like tur- like flipped a switch in his brain and been like Ollie, it's me and you, I think Oliver would have been like a hundred percent down, a billion but percent down. Do you think that he would have been down because he was sexually attracted to Felix, or do you think he would have been Both. down for the manipulation side of it and what he could get out of Felix? Both. What do you think Both. was more? But I, I don't think that I don't think he would hurt Felix if it didn't benefit him to do so. Do you think that sexual attraction was the primary motivator for Oliver's relationship with Felix? I think attraction. I think that you can be extremely attracted to somebody in like a. I agree, but I'm asking about sexual attraction specifically. Yes. I think initially, yes. Okay. Because he's looking at you know, Jacob Elordi long before he has any idea who that kid is. And you think that is a sexual thing first? Yes. I think that he is looking with gay eyeballs. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So 
it took me a long time to figure out how I feel about this too, but it sounds like we're on a similar vibe, but I don't think that I, I do think there's a component of sexual attraction. I don't think it's the He stuck his dick motivator. in the grave. This is what I think. Power is I, first. I, I think do, it's both. So it is both, but you think that power is first or sexual attraction is first? Because you just said you thought sexual attraction. I think power is the main motivator, of course, because he's like not just okay. Buttering see, up that was my like question. Up everybody. So you oh think no, it's... I thought you meant like like initial, like what oh, started this. I see this. what you mean. Okay, I mean like what is do you think saw is Felix... the majority of his attraction? What do you think the motivator is? The lifestyle. The okay, so it's not sexual. You don't think he is more in love with Felix the same way you are in love with Nick and everything else came as a secondary thing or the other way around? No, I think, uh, I think if Felix didn't, I think if Felix wasn't a popular kid, I don't like if Felix was like a dork, but also like lived at Saltburn, I don't think this would have worked or I don't think Ollie would have been attracted to him. Yeah, I agree. So you, does that answer your question? Sort of, but not really. So I'll just tell you I how just, I feel I can't about separate it. the two because it is sexual. Like, I'm not going to say it's not sexual. Like, I know, but you can tell is. me which one you agree with more. Like, which it's not going to be exactly 50-50, right? It's like I there can be a degree then, of... Pa- yeah. then, then power wins. But I think yeah. that it le- I think that he kind of learns what... I don't think he understands what Saltburn is until he's there, right? Like, it's not like he's been researching this guy. He was started out being obsessed with this guy and laying down little pins to like pierce his bike so that he could interact with him that's all he wanted was just to interact he would stare at him from across the library like he just wanted to sit at his pub table he wasn't saying I'm gonna oh that's a rich guy and I'm gonna take over his fortune he was just obsessed this is what I think I do not think that lust or sexual attraction was the primary motivator for Oliver's relationship with Felix I don't think it was the majority. I think it could have been I think been it there. was the initial motivator. I do not think so. I think that oh. Oliver was s- deeply in love with the idea of Felix to the degree that he wanted to be him, which I think sometimes was expressed with these strong possessive feelings that were translated to be sex adjacent. Okay, so like I, I think, think when I he, think I know your real question. Yes, is Oliver gay? Mm, I don't even think about it that way because I mean I think Oliver is probably open to whatever as long as it gets him to where he wants to be. That's what I think. I think he. I think that he drank his bathwater. So I think that you can't say there's not a huge. Well, that's what component. I'm saying. There is like I think that. The degree that he wanted to be him was so strong that how it came out and how it was expressed was like with these strongly possessive sex adjacent feelings. I don't I I think that he wanted to be him so bad that he was like almost sexually attracted to him. And I do think that I can respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I I feel like his motivation for wanting to be Felix was the primary motivator in his relationship to Felix. And I think it was expressed sexually sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I think, I think my understanding is no, 
like sexual attraction was not the primary motivator. I think that was a result of his other feelings and it just like was expressed sexually sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I have. I just wanted to hear your thoughts about whether you thought they were in love. But no, that's a, I mean, because that's like the question that's the that's question. at the very beginning of right. everything. Right. I, I don't think that he knows what love is because he's not he's not a normal person. He's not right in the head. I think he um, has other priorities. Yeah. He has other priorities. He does. Yeah. He I has agree. a plan. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. He has a plan. But I do think that if Jacob Elordi wasn't hot. I don't know that that moth would have been drawn. But I think I the moth is the drawn hotness, to the person just like Saltburn. But I think the hotness played a role in that. Like that contributed to like why he wanted to be him because he was like popular and cool and charming. Like I think that's why he wanted to be him. I don't think he was like I want to put. I want that guy's dick inside me. You know, I think I he think was he definitely like, did. I think he would have liked that to the degree of like him becoming close to what he wanted. That's what I think. I think that he wants to smush bodies with <laughs> Jacob Elordi. But you know what? Okay. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. Speaking of tomatoes. Well. Oh, God. I don't know. I hope it's good. <laughs> Why don't you guess? The Rotten Tomato guessing game. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess way too high. I'm going to say critics gave it like an 82% and audience gave it like like a 76. It's very close. Critics 71, audience 79. <gasps> that sucks. That's terrible. I know. It's definitely lower than I thought it would be, but you know. Disrespectful. It's a controversial movie, so I'm not going to say I didn't expect it. I agree. And when there's this much hype over something, I do think there's some degree yeah, of like people, people are gonna get getting overhyped and then watching it and being let down. Having certain expectations. Right. Yeah, I'm happy I went into this fairly blind. I'm really glad you did too. Yeah. Um, I think that's low. And I think that that I think that this is a very smart movie. Like you you told me things like Greek mythology parallels that I, I didn't even see. Very that's cool. I think it's a deep and very fascinating movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that 70 is harsh. I agree. And I'm definitely going to give it better. <laughs> What are you going to give it? Oh, this gets 10 out of 10 into tracheal tubes for me. Yes. <laughs> this is a 10 out of 10 movie. I have seen this yeah. movie two and a half times now. I love this movie. Yeah. This movie got me good too. And I think if I had like learned more about it before I watched it, I would have been let down. But I did not do that. And that's key. Yes. So that's what girl. That's why I get so nervous about I you know. watching trailers. I know. I know. I know. I shouldn't do it. But I just love trailers. They're like mini movies. I know they're fun. They are fun. <laughs> I agree. This movie was twisty and turny and it wasn't horror and I still really liked it. And I love that there were like deep allegories that I got to look into. Um, mm-hmm. Very cool. So I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 bathtubs. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we get to we get to compromise and Guys, basically agree on everything. So that's cool. Even though I can I like people are, you know, agree to disagree if we're going to call, you know, we're going to twist make everything a little bit loose so that we can call this a horror movie like I get it but like mommy and daddy agree it goes on our bit it's in the middle of our Venn diagram that never happens it's so rare this is a very there are horror aspects there are comedy aspects it has something for everybody it's got a little something for everyone yeah for the kids where do you want to put this Kate let me I'm so excited so I'm going over to our scoreboard oh I know exactly where I want to put it dot com backslash scoreboard wait what you so you have you you seem to know where you want to go oh man I would love just for the sake of this being cute for it to go between Parasite and Jennifer's body because it'd yes! be like yes, yes, with yes, yes, its yes. little friends okay yes I 
was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, but can it go below Jennifer's body? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Totally. Okay. But like they're all next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a trio and they're all in the top 10. So Yay. number 10, Fellings yeah. of the Lambs. Nine, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, wait. No. Number 10, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nine, Jennifer's Ooh. Body. Eight, yeah. Saltburn. It's very impressive. And then seven, Parasite. That's pretty impressive. Amazing. We love it. Okay. Well, I hope you guys had a good time. Our next movie, I don't think we know what we're going to talk about. We don't know. We have to figure that out. I just need to cool down. I just need to take a cold shower. I know. Drink a cup of ice water and try not to think about Barry Keoghan in his little white coordinated outfit. He's so attractive. Yeah. I I agree. (laughs) Oh, you agree? I thought he wasn't your type. He, he, okay. I will say the scenes where he was like very like into the... (laughs) The sex scenes, I was, I understand. The, during the sex <laughs> But he does have an evil guy face. I'll take and it. He's, and he's short, but, you know, whatever. I not, love it. Not my type mm, physically, yum. but he's, he's cool. Delicious. Yeah. He's cool. <laughs> well, we will see you guys next time. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. It's mud on the dance floor. You better not kill the groom. DJ. Gonna burn this goddamn house right down You better not steal the money